I don't care if you can be jumping in fake acid all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times. I'm your host, Cthulhu's buddy. You're coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke now, fam, with that dang shit on my left. Lou. I thought I was living in a good neighborhood, but we got motherfuckers getting shot and killed out here. Mmm. <laughs> On my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, choke people out on threes, four Kronos. Y'all gotta pour some meat out for Kratos, or at least his mocap actor. It's a fucked up story. We'll talk about mm. it in a little bit. Last but not least, we got uh, the oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. Don't let yourself build up a gallon's worth and spray it all over your face like rotten milk. God damn. Holy shit. All right, that was... Uh... <laughs> I saw the video. It was fucked up video. It was, it was hilarious. Yeah. I don't know was, why it's so funny. He was gargling on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that the the sound was the best part. Yeah, the uh, end was the best part. He's just laying there. Ah. <laughs> oh, all right, listener of the week and all that. Yeah, yeah. Listener of the week would be uh, Lucas. I will not say your last name, but Lucas, thank you very much for listening. Um, we definitely appreciate it. And first in the chat would be Warrior Fellow. What's going on, fam? Good to see you back. Wait, it's not, it's not Lucas. Lucas Felhar. George Lucas. No, neither. <laughs> if it was George Lucas, better blow us up. <laughs> Listen to us more than once, George Lucas. You gotta fucking get us out there. Just saying. <laughs> Oh man, what's up, Warrior Fellow? All right, uh, old ninja, you, you usually pour out. You usually pour out malt, malt beverage of some sort. You ready? Uh, yeah. All right. So we poured out some uh, slits for our dearly departed. <laughs> We're gonna start with uh, Gregory Ty- Tyree Boyce. Uh, he's uh, thirty. 30-year-old actor best known for his role as Tyler in the Twilight series. He was found dead uh, in his residence alongside his girlfriend, who was 27. Cause of death has yet to be determined. Uh, Next up, we have veteran comic actor Fred Willard. Uh, He's been in comedic movies and TV shows spanning 50 years from movies such as This Is Spinal Tap and Best in Show, all the way up to Anchorman, Everybody Loves Raymond, Modern Family, and the upcoming Netflix show Space Force, which comes out in five days. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward to it. <laughs> uh, some of his geek credentials that I pulled from his 50-year list, uh, Pixar's WALL-E, Transformers Animated, How High, Harold and Kumar, Dexter's Laboratory, and the list goes on and on. He was 86 and passed away due to um, natural natural causes and then last but not least we have uh i believe i'm probably gonna mess up his last name but it should be pretty straightforward it's shard gaspard so it's shad um, definitely w- not shard you're adding in letters is it sh- <laughs> is shad, shad? Yeah. i did uh shad gaspard already fucking up uh wwe wrestler and movie star shad gaspard uh he died due to drowning cause of being caught in a riptide while trying to save his 10 year old son in Venice Beach, California. He was swimming with his 10-year-old son who got caught in a riptide while the Coast Guard was able to save his son. Shad got caught by a huge wave and got swept away. Coast Guard couldn't rescue him. He was found this morning, today, three days after the event. He was part of the wrestling team Crime Time, but he left the WWE in 2010. 
He's been in, uh, he's had movie roles in films such as Birds of Prey, Black Panther, and The Last Sharknado. Uh, it's about time. He was 39 years old. Oh, he was also the uh, motion capture uh, artist for the God of War, the most recent God of War. Yeah, and he was also in uh, a Batman video game as well. So he's a mocap actor for uh, Bane. Uh, yeah, this is a fucked up story. So a couple of corrections, old ninja. Uh, it wasn't the Coast Guard. It was uh, they were just there were. Um, oh my God, you're messing me up now. Uh, lifeguards, lifeguards saved him. Like if you get your uh, life saved, yeah. Coast yeah, Guards usually don't come. I read the the Coast Guard had saved his son. Okay, that's, that's not what not what I read. But okay. the, the, the fuck <clears throat> the fucked up part. Go ahead. Ken Osman passed away. If you don't know him, he's from Leave It to Beaver. He played Eddie Henskeel. Uh He died on oh, May 18th, Eddie. age of 76. Eddie Haskell? Uh, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I wasn't even done. Hold, hold on, wait, 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 wait for that before we go on. Let, let Kronos get some words in on uh, Shad. Yeah, so the, the way Shad died was they, him and his son got pulled out by a riptide, and um, the life lifeguards came out to save both of them. And he pushed his son out and said, save my son. And right after he did that, he got hit by a huge wave and never came up. So, it's pretty, pretty fucked up story. And I saw people talking shit about, like, why couldn't he swim, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, unless you're put in a situation to where you're swimming out with your 10-year-old son and you got caught by a riptide, like, you're, you're trying to save their life. Like, obviously, if any 10-year-old is not going to have the same kind of endurance as, you know... An adult, and you're basically sitting there trying to save them the, whole, the entire time. So, given the amount of time that he had to get saved, and the guy was fucked, he was a big dude, you know, like muscular. So, and if if, if you're fat, you probably don't know this, but if when you carry a lot, around a lot of muscle, you fucking sink. So, you have to constantly fucking tread water, and constantly treading water with a 10 year old, it's gonna get tiring eventually. So, um, I think people just totally miss the fact that he saved his son's life. Instead, they said they wanted to, you know, talk about how, oh, this guy was black and he couldn't swim. But I mean, he could fucking swim, but he decided to save his son's life. And yeah, don't don't talk shit about a guy that died a literal fucking hero. Because that's the only. What's the main definition of a fucking hero if not giving your life for somebody? I mean, come on, man. Oh, well, not only that. Um, there's prof- I know people that serve professional, well, semi-professionally, and. Who've been in the ocean? They even say a riptide is no joke. You, no, you need no. to be a very, very experienced swimmer. Swimmer. Not only that, even them, they can still die yeah. from being in a riptide. Yeah, people so post- Mother Nature's a bitch. People are trying to post YouTube videos. This is how you do it, bitch. Have you been in a fucking riptide? Like, yeah, right? what the fuck? Yeah, your YouTube video is fucking great, but I mean, given the situation, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, in, to me, to me, it, it, it's. I'm sorry, but people are just fucking assholes. It it even goes back to, um, you know, another Southern California story in terms of, like, people were poking fun and and doing all kinds of uh, silly silly meme shit with Kobe dying in that that helicopter crash. People are just fucking assholes um, when there is uh, an accident that leads uh, leads to uh, someone losing their life, you know? And this one could have involved a, a child as well as an adult. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's fucking sad. Riptides are no joke. R.I.P. to him, man. Young guy, our age. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say that I was muted. Um, that yeah, they always say like, oh, for a riptide, you know, either let the current take you out 
and then swim parallel with the ocean or with the the beach line till you get to an area that there is no riptide at. But even that takes a lot of fucking work and holding your breath because waves are gonna fucking crash over you. Yeah, especially when you're trying to. I'm sure what he was probably trying to do is just just save his son. I mean. And you and have he to, did. Like, lift, like, like, yeah, like lifting up like a 10-year-old a, a in, in water oh, where you're trying to like not die yourself. That's fucking tiring. You know? Yeah. I don't know if anybody's ever tried to like um, like rescue swim somebody, but it's not easy, especially when they're freaking the fuck no, out. Not. Like at, at any size. So and this is coming from yep. a guy. I mean, I, I was in the Marine Corps. You know, I'll swim called. The shit's fucking, it's not, it's not as easy as you think, especially when there's waves. And shit. Like, it's, it's relatively easy to do in a fucking pool, but it comes to the ocean. It's, it's pretty hard. Was the was the lifeguard on a boat or did he like swim out to him? I, I thought I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> All right, Blue, you have one more. Uh, yeah, one more RP for um, what's his name? The actor who yeah. played Eddie Eddie Haskell. He was the neighbor on Leave It to Beaver, yeah. No, yeah, him. But there was also another actor that passed away. Um, Frank Felix. Uh, he was in the show Trading Spaces. The, the designer show so he was on there and he passed away on may 15th from a heart attack at the age of 72. Damn. Damn. yeah he was he's like one of the cool designers that like you know help people remodel their homes and like the, the two families switch houses and they redo each mm-hmm. other's houses and then they switch back but um i remember the episode he there was an episode where the, the woman she didn't like her house <laughs> and she just like walks off but her, her mic was still hot and you can hear her like crying in the background saying like i hate everything it's so ugly like this is what I wanted, and that episode had me fucking dying laughing. I think uh, you, can, you can YouTube it; it's, it's online. But um, that show was great. And plus, um, the host Paige, I guess she she kind of got fired because she she kind of showed her boobs online, and I guess oh. she didn't like that. And they canned her. So you can look that up too. So her titties, her titties got four thumbs down. Uh, <laughs> four thumbs down. No, did you think? Holy shit. Um, for, for those asking, maybe in the chat or listening, uh, we don't have word on Stitch uh, for tonight's episode. He's probably being a, a great black dad, um, but, we don't, but we don't think he's going to be on tonight. Um, okay. Usually we get into a little bit of Rona first. It's up to you guys. Do you want to start with that or uh, we want to hit, hit news? Might as well. I mean, there's been some new breaking news with the, you know, the coronavirus. I mean... One thing that, that is good, that we'll start with something that's finally good, is that overall trending is, is going down, at least in America, which is great. In the Bay Area, it was, it's been trending down for a while, so they're opening up into, like, phase two and phase three in some places, which is which is great. Um, yeah, I think that a lot of people that are on the other side of this whole coronavirus thing, they think that we are hoping that, you know, it'll kill more people, but it's no. It's like, I want everything to open up as well. I just want to be done safely. And so, you know, yeah. if, if you're downtrending and you haven't had and your number of cases aren't, aren't going up anymore and they're going down over the you know, past couple of weeks and your deaths are obviously dropping or non-existent. Um, yeah, I think it makes sense in certain areas to, to open back up. But if it's not, if it's just like, hey, we need to open it up because of no real reason, you know, and, and the threat still exists. then I don't really see a reason, you know, and I totally understand the, the, the pain out there. Um, another thing. Go ahead. Not gonna say it was kind of cool here in the Bay Area on Saturday and Monday. We had two days where there was no deaths from the coronavirus, which was really good. Yeah, I mean, this is like one of the most densely populated places in America. I think it's only second yeah. only to New York, and maybe Chicago. Actually, no, I think San Francisco sure. is is second. 
to, to New York. Yeah, but it's for five it's counties. Yeah. Yeah, five counties that had nobody pass away from the coronavirus for two days was, that, that was amazing. Yeah. But That's, then the next day, it shot up a little bit. Like, I think we had 32 that passed away on Tuesday. Yeah. But that's still a pretty good number compared to, like, hundreds. Well, yeah, especially given, away. like, the population density here. You know, like, there's a lot of people in the fucking Bay Area. Um, one yeah, of the other things... had three days straight with no RRQs, no, nobody passing away from the coronavirus. Yeah, that, to me, that's... When people... The way... The fact that San Francisco hasn't had, like, thousands of deaths alone in that one city is amazing. I mean, look at New York, and this is literally, they're not, they're pretty close to population density. And the fact that there's like stark differences, and then people, you know, they, they want to say like, oh, you don't need a social distance. But it's like, this is like the, the one of the major things that happened to the California first, especially the Bay Area, and it's obviously paying dividends now. Like, I understand it, it's uncomfortable to do, and I think that in the Bay Area, um, in general, we're kind of fortunate that a lot of people here... Um, work in tech and so it's way easier for us to work from home you know That's and, true. but it's also leaving off i'm not going to to not acknowledge the people that's you know service the entire bay area yeah they're getting fucking yep. hard they're getting hit really fucking hard and that's really unfortunate yep. but you know most of these companies they they service tech companies yeah let, let, let me get in here real quick um i I feel cautiously optimistic about some things. Um, when I look at the country as a whole, I mean, I, again, I, I'm not trying to be a bummer or whatever, but, you know, I still see 93,000 deaths over the course of a couple yeah. months. And it's, it, it, it's tragic. And then when I look at the daily numbers, it's still on average somewhere between like 1,000, 1,500, 1,600, somewhere in there it was on, well, on average but most it, days. But it was well over 2,000 for like a while, every fucking day. Near yeah, 3, no, I, I, hear there, you. So. I hear you. I hear you. I'm just saying if it's quote-unquote stable at 1,000 just per, per, from, uh, from a perspective standpoint, if it's 1,000 per day for three months, give or take, that's still another 100,000 people. Yeah. Hopefully it won't be. I'm hoping that it won't be, but I just have to put that out there as a kind of, I don't want people to be um, too optimistic or too rose-colored glasses on the fact that a lot of people lost their lives and we still don't have a vaccine and it, it and there's still thousands dying per day. That's what I mean. But yeah. Other yeah. than that, I, I'm, I'm really hopeful, really glad to see that Things are slowly starting to open back up in certain areas. I will say this too: don't fucking slip up on Memorial Day weekend, y'all. I really, <laughs> you know what I mean. I did, well, this is what. Like, this you know is, what? That's already done, man. That's already coming. Well, this is what's. I mean, if they're if they're already doing it in San Clemente, I showed you guys a picture of what was going on down there, and that's ahead of uh, Memorial Day weekend. It's just gonna be worse. It's gonna be. Yeah. Well, the, the crazy thing to me is that the total amount of disrespect. Of that people don't even realize when they're saying that, oh, well, we can't barbecue on Memorial Day. Motherfucker, do you know what Memorial Day is for? It's not for fucking barbecues. It's for mm -hmm. paying your respects to people that have died, the service members that have service members that have died in wars. That's why it's called Memorial Day, not fucking barbecue day, you fucking morons. Like the, the fact that you're not visiting, the fact that you're not complaining about visiting uh, um a right. cemetery? Uh, cemetery? Yeah, yeah. is disgusting to me. You, you're more worried about having a barbecue than visiting a cemetery and paying your respects. So all you people that want to sit there and, and bitch and moan about, oh, I can't have my barbecue, you, you, you don't even really understand what it is to be a fucking American. Because those, all those people that died, they died 
um, trying to protect all of us. And for, for what they believe to be, uh, they're all patriots. And for and for people just to just like totally ignore that, I, I want some barbecue. This is how weak America has, has become. They're just a lot of us are just fucking weak ass fucking people that when we get slightly inconvenienced, we decide to bitch and moan about it. Meanwhile, there's people in other parts of the world and people that are even in America that lead far worse lives than most Americans do, and you don't even fucking recognize it. And just the, the small little inconvenience of you not being able to go to a store without wearing a fucking mask. And you're fucking butthurt over that shit. Motherfucker, at least you can still get food. You know what I mean? At least you can still get food and feed your family. Shit like that. You know, if, if you lost your job, yeah, you have way more of uh, a right to bitch about this than, than everybody else. Because you can't put food on the table. But at the same time, you should be looking towards the government to, um, as like you're basically like your insurance policy. They should be able to provide for you in this time when they shut down the country. And that's something that they think people like just they keep ignoring is that, yeah, you lost your job, that sucks, but it's our government's job to help you in this time of need. And for a lot of you, they're not helping you. And that's a fucking huge problem. So I think most people's um, anger is, is misguided. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm with that 100%. I just, I, I, I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to see an increase, and it, it's so easily. I know you guys saw that video going around. I don't. I don't know if it was a CDC video or whatever, where the person puts a little um, gel on their hands, and then they they interact with people uh, in in close quarters or at a buffet, and the way it, it like it just propagates, and yeah. they do the ultraviolet light, and it spreads all over. I mean, all highly like, contagious still. It's on my cum spreads. Highly contagious. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> The Mythbusters kind of did a thing like that, where they try to show you like how a common cold can spread, and like basically uh, Adams, he does like a dinner party, and like has like this little navel drip that has like some fluorescent dye and stuff like that, and even like the girl who knew that they were doing the experiment, and she's a germaphobe, she had the least amount, but she still had traces of the stuff on her. So like a lot of times, it's really hard to keep yourself safe from touching things that have germs. That's why it's so important to wash your goddamn hands every goddamn time. Yeah, let me. Let me tell you, uh, I'll get back to like the that coronavirus stuff because I actually had a really good experience of like actually going out today and dealing with like a, a whole company and like what they did. But I'll talk about it in a minute. I want to get to the fucking clown show though from this Wait, week. Wait, before you, before you get to that, I know, I know what you're going to talk about. I just want to say like, I think it's really interesting. Like, if you look at China's numbers, China is, I guess, kind of ground zero for everything that happened. But if you look at the numbers of how many cases and stuff they have, they could be lying on their cases and stuff like that, but China comes in like 14th place compared to all the other different countries in the world for coronaviruses. Well, yeah. With I, US being number one. Even if they are lying about it, which, don't get me wrong, I'm sure they am fudging their numbers, but it, it probably isn't by that much. And if you look yeah. at what, I think I've talked about it many times in this fucking podcast. If you look at the videos that are coming out of China, what they did during the lockdown is way more extreme than we're doing here in America. When, when they did a lockdown, people couldn't leave their fucking houses, like, at all. And there were people, like, whole crews in hazmat suits disinfecting entire fucking cities. All the public areas, like, fucking schools, every fucking thing. They were disinfecting everything. And you don't see us doing that here. You know, when, when people were traveling in, like, other countries, like, in, in um, when there were, like, in South Korea, when people got off a plane, they would literally... Um, Temp, like take their temperature 
And if they had a temperature, they would lock them down. And they would, and then after that, they would contact trace. But we don't do that here in America. And we're still not doing it, like, at all. There's still people that are, that are still traveling within America, and nobody's checking for their symptoms. We're not disinfecting shit, you know, while, while we have the lockdown. I think that the government misunderstood what the lockdown was for. The lockdown was to buy you time. And it, it's to buy you time to come up with a, with a strategy on what to do. And I don't think we had a really good strategy that was made during that time. I didn't see anything happening during that time. Just they just told us to stay at home and it, it'll just it'll get better, and then you know leave it up to the local governments. But I don't see any any local governments disinfecting anything. Yeah, and the stuff they were telling us kept changing too. Like they were telling us, "Oh, don't go out and buy masks. You know, save it for the health industry people." But then all of a sudden they turn out that we did, and then like you know. We have the social distance and this and that. So a lot of the rules kept changing. Like, they really didn't have a plan in place, to be honest. It's because we have no leader. We don't, we don't have a leader. Our president has abdicated both the world leader and also the American leader. So all of our governors are looking towards their leader for guidance. And he, he hasn't given them he hasn't given them anything, like any real guidance. Like, the CDC says one thing. He says another. He says to wear masks. He's not wearing a mask. His own people aren't wearing masks. Then all of a sudden they have a small outbreak, you know, where they're at. And then now this is the shit show, the fucking clown show that came around. Is that now he's taking, all of a sudden he decides to just come out and say that I'm taking hydrochloronique, you know, because, uh, you know, it's supposed to keep you safe from from this. If you don't, you know, even if you don't have it, it's like, well, first of all, no. And then then he wanted to say that people on the front lines are taking that. I know a whole bunch of nurses and doctors, a whole bunch of them. Not a single one is taking that shit. Not a single one. Nope. And nope. this this is a logical fallacy if you think about it logically. Just fucking follow my thinking here, okay? If you're a nurse or a doctor and you believe that hydrochloronique is going to, if you take it before, like as a prophylactic, if you take it before, you know, you come in contact with COVID-19, why wouldn't you tell anybody? Why wouldn't you be like, hey, this is going to, I take this every day and this is, this is how you prevent, you know, getting this. I don't see yeah. any fucking nurses and doctors coming out and saying they're taking that shit. Like, it'd none. none. It'd be world breaking news if that was the case. Yeah, because like, every channel, the pharmacies or whatever, the makers of it would be fucking pumping that shit out like like vitamins. Yeah, because it's total bullshit. <laughs> Meanwhile, what what is a total fucking fact is that we have doctors and nurses dying from COVID-19. Yeah. And that's a total fucking fact. Even from uh, places to where, you know, he said that in Italy and places in Europe... Where they did the uh, hydrochloronic, you know, uh, as a therapy, doctors and nurses still died there. We have we have nurses in America that are committing suicide, and doctors committing committing suicide from this shit because they're getting infected and then reinfected from the same fucking thing, and they're watching people die. And meanwhile, you think that this is some miracle fucking snake oil cure? It's fucking not. Like I don't. At first, it's another thing is that why the fuck are you taking a prescription drug that? is not proven to be effective. You know what I mean? That's basically, that's some drug addict can I, shit. Can I, can I say well, one quick thing? And, and you're, you're definitely on a roll, but again, remember, there's an FDA. Yeah. <laughs> and and this, this is not approved for the usage that he's talking about by the FDA. So, so you got what an illegal pre- now? First of all, I don't necessarily even believe his own lies. I don't on think this so shit. either. He's probably full of shit. Yeah. But, but you have to have a prescription. It's not approved by the FDA for the way for the way you're using it. Like you don't have lupus or whatever. 
So someone's committing some malpractice shit and putting their own fucking license in jeopardy by doing this this shit if it was the case. Yeah, I don't think he is either. Because you know? usually he's like the he can't keep his fucking mouth shut when he's doing something. He t- he says it like right a fucking way. He'd be like yeah. the worst poker player ever. You know what I mean? So the fact that he kept it, uh, he said he was taking it for weeks. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't even call him a boomer. Is he a boomer? Yeah. He's outside the yeah. range. Is he a boomer? Yeah. He's like at least slightly outside the range. He's 70. He's 70. Yeah. Something. Is that so boomer? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I what, uh, when Nancy Pelosi had said about it, uh, I, I barely even follow this one, but I saw like an article that came up and I had her talking about it. But she basically was like, you know, she she feels she's scared for the safety of the president by him taking his drug. But then she also mentioned how he's morbidly obese. <laughs> like, he is. Yeah. You know, they didn't punch his back. He is. I mean, he is morbidly obese. And if, yes. if, if yep. any, this is what bothered me when um. He did his physical, and his physical came out fine, so that he was healthy. I was like, motherfucker, I can look at him and tell you he's not healthy. He's not, not even his fucking posture is healthy. He literally stands leaning forward constantly with, with, with like his arms hanging. He looks like the guy from fucking Family Guy, the, the Jewish guy. That's how he stands all the time. Watch him when he's away from a podium. That's how he stands all the time, because the amount of fat in front of him is pulling him forward at all times. Like, you can't tell me that guy's fucking healthy. On no goddamn planet is he healthy. Right. We, we we know he loves fast food. Yeah. Like as his his staple diet. We know that that's not healthy. Um, but also, you know, in terms of uh, Pelosi's clapback or whatever, let's be very honest. Let's not have fucking amnesia collectively as a society. Um, he has has been known to come at people, women for their looks. Oh yeah. Uh, Horse you know, face, whatever. Coming at people yeah. for their disabilities. Yeah. Coming at people for their country of origin. I mean, he said some incredibly offensive, nasty-ass stuff. The comment that Pelosi made, while truly a clapback and truly some shade, um, it's also clinically true about him. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it, it, know. It'd be like saying if, if, like, he dyed his hair, which he clearly does, because there was yeah. literally, not even, it not even dyed, he spray-paints it. And this is proven through video, because mm-hmm. remember when I was watching, like, the videos of him... Um, I used to do daily watchings of the uh, coronavirus task force, and they kind of dropped off. But there was, like, literally two days in a row where, like, the day before, his hair was, like, blonde, orangish, or whatever. And then for two days straight, it was, like, gray as fuck. And then all of a sudden, yeah. the next day, it was, like, a totally different color. And it's like, what the I fuck? Like, it was, it was so gray that I had to, like, check my TV to make sure that, like, the settings were, were correct. Yeah, <laughs> I was the same way. I was like, am I tripping? Is, it, is this, like, what he's doing? I was like... Maybe this is what I'm seeing. Maybe it's like, because it was on like CNN or something that I was watching. And I was like, maybe CNN's fucking with him. And I was like, okay, I'll switch over to Fox, Fox News. And Fox News was the same exact fucking thing. And yeah. I was like, yeah, just just total bullshit. And he spray paints his face. Clown. Well, what is the thing about the, the drug you talk, taking the yeah. hydrochloride? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, I guess somebody had responded that they're a person. So that drug is mainly taken for people also that have lupus. In autoimmune like diseases, girl, yeah. The woman with lupus had mentioned how, like, you know, she takes a drug every day for lupus, and she still contracted the coronavirus. Yeah. Well, that's just proof right yep. there, or at least one evidence that it's not going to prevent you from getting a coronavirus. Because well, people out there yeah. with lupus is still getting He's full of shit. Well, there's been other evidence, too. He's full I mean, of shit, and he's proud that he's full of shit. Well, and he tried to discredit, because there was a, a VA study Sorry. that came out, you know, because that said that it, it was not effective at all. It actually was worse. And then what he was saying, and other other people on you know on the right, they were saying that oh those people are already sick, 
And it's like, well, that those are the people at risk, you fucking idiots. Like, mm-hmm. most people that are dying from this are already sick. So wouldn't you want to have a test with people that are already sick that are at high risk? I mean, doesn't that make sense to you? I mean, if it doesn't, I mean, why would, somebody that, that's already healthy and that's within, like, a certain age range is probably not going to die from this. That's a pretty much a proven fact. Some people do, but it's pretty fucking rare. But it's the high-risk people that you needed to worry about. And for you to say that, you know... Well, I already said I'm not going to fucking repeat it. You already understand what I said. It's just... It, it seems incredibly short-sighted to me. And it seems like they try to give this guy all the excuses in the fucking world on why he's being utterly uh, dispassionate. Like, he doesn't give a fuck about other people. You know, he's like a sociopath. Like, seriously. Seriously. Yep. I agree. Yep. And, and again, there there are supporters and followers as well that are following that example. We have never been through something like this in our lifetime where you're approaching in just a matter of like eight to ten weeks or whatever it was, you're approaching 100,000 Americans, like a huge Dallas Cowboys football stadium full of people gone. And he still says he's and, doing a good job. I'm like, how are you doing a good yeah. job? Yeah. <laughs> Like that, you nobody in this country knows a hundred thousand. Like truly knows a hundred thousand people. Like yeah. it's more people than you can fathom. Like the size of a, a, a of a, a good sized suburb. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no end in sight, man. No end in sight. All right. Uh, that's the Rona report. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate talking about it, man. It, it bothers me to talk about it. The president. You want to talk about the. Pew pew! Oh wait, no. What do you call it? Oh, the, the super duper bomb. Yeah. Super duper missile. That's what it was. Super duper. The super duper missile is the missile. All right, you got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I got it wrong too. It's a super duper missile. Yeah, apparently he was mm. touting a super duper missile that that goes 17 times faster than any other missile, which I think 17 times faster than the speed of sound would probably fuck up a lot of things before the thing even hit. But you know, that's just I don't know science. Um, but anyway. He's touting a new... It literally called it the Super Duper Missile. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Super Duper. <laughs> if you have any kid in the kindergarten class, if you have this missile that goes really fast, what are you going to call it? I'm pretty sure probably like 99% of them say, oh, we'll call it the Super Duper Missile. Like, yeah. There's no, like, Jesus Christ. There's no way an adult came up with that name. There's no way. That's like, pretty bad. Iron Man had like the, the Hulkbuster suit or like... He's all kind of crazy names for his suit, but he never called the suit the super duper suit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. Really he, and I, I really, I really, really, really wanted this guy to like succeed. And any, all you guys know this, all right? I, I caught shit from it when he first got elected. I was like, listen, I didn't vote for the guy because I voted for nobody because they were both shitty choices. But I was like, listen, if he won, I hope he does the best that he can. And I, people call me Uncle Tom for that shit. Like seriously, I was like, I hope he does the best for America, and I hope he, he you know, he he runs this better than uh, than President Obama did, because that's how you, you I thought, that's how you should want any fucking president, is to is to build upon the legacy of the last one and then make our make America better. That's what you should want. Having a girlfriend, you want your next girlfriend to be better than your last girlfriend. So <laughs> yeah, right. So I was totally on the guy's team. I was like, listen, I don't believe in your policies. Um, but I believed in like I think some of them but I was like L- I hope you make America better like make America great again like you said you are going to do let's, let's fucking do it 
But he has made mistake after mistake, and he doesn't seem to understand how to apologize, how to take a step back, how to, like, think in reality. Like, he doesn't... He, he seems like a person... Like, if we were in a simulation, and you could, like, invent the shittiest president... Uh, the shittiest leader ever, it would be this guy. Like, seriously. And for me, there's, like, really no excuses for this guy anymore. I, I gave him, uh, you know, a couple of concessions... Um, and don't get me wrong, there's some stuff that he does that is still, um, not as bad, but he's, he's covering it up with, like, a mile full of bullshit. The, the, the ugly, and I, we, we talk about Trump the whole cast, but the ugly, the, one of the most ugly things, uh, I've seen of late was, you know, this direct threat to, uh, withhold funding, uh, based on people doing, uh, yeah. like states, like, I believe Michigan was one of them. Uh, uh, considering mail-in ballots, and he's so opposed to that, he's going to possibly uh, restrict federal funds that are tax dollars. Uh, right now, Michigan is going through an emergency because they have flooding with some dams that burst and whatnot, and obviously they're still dealing with the coronavirus as well. Um, th this is about as, as egregious as you can possibly fucking get. Uh, it's not presidential, and it should be illegal, and more people should be outraged, but everybody it, seems like this is the new normal. Well, it is it is illegal because it's legal to vote by by mail. Like it's not illegal to vote by mail. I don't understand how this is like a new talking point by saying that oh, t voting by mail is bad, motherfucker. Most of the military votes by mail. I've voted by mail way more than I've voted in person. I've voted in person maybe twice in my entire fucking life. Every other time has been by mail. And so President Trump, is the last time he voted, guess what, was by mail. Yep. So I don't understand like his whole thing, and you you can't withhold funding from a state when it's the people's fucking money. Understand this: if you're paying taxes when they give you benefits, it's because you fucking paid for those benefits. It's not a handout; it's shit you paid for. Like, that's what it is, and that's what I can't stand about these stupid motherfuckers that don't understand how the government or taxes fucking work. Is that they want to say that, hey, we want to give these money to these corporations um, over the people. First of all, corporations pay less in taxes than people do. Usually. Or no, or, or no taxes. Or Yeah, or no taxes yeah, at all. So give the money to the fucking people. Stop trying to say because I have a problem with, you know, a certain politician that represents, represents people, that you're going to fuck over people because of that. Fuck you for even suggesting that. Because it's our yep. fucking money. It's like saying if I had insurance and I got into a car accident that the insurance didn't pay out because they had a problem with, with, with what my mom said. Yep. Like, that's literally what it is. Yeah. All um, right. Really, really quickly, okay. did y'all talk about, um, going back to the COVID stuff, did y'all talk about the latest uh, death numbers? Yeah, I mentioned is, it. Is that yeah. 93 or 94, right? No, no, no. I'm sorry. New deaths. So according to the CDC, yesterday's data compared to today's, it's saying there's been 1,324 new deaths today compared to yesterday. And their count is at 91,664 total U.S. deaths. That's yeah. That's that's consistent with everybody else's numbers. Yeah. Well, no, it's, so, so, no, 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 no. Right now, it's 94,000. It's almost 95,000 deaths right now. It's 94,941. 
So I'm are, looking at yeah, the CDC. So, so, they're saying so, 91. Yeah, yeah, the, the CDC is behind. Wait, 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 wait. Just one sec, one sec. Sometimes there's a slight timing delay between like John Hopkins doing yeah. the reporting or CDC. It's not a big deal, you know. So yeah, but both are accurate numbers. We're, it, it, it's we're really a literally a, we're literally a month away from a hundred thousand deaths. Yeah, well, less than a month. Yeah, we're like probably five days. Yep. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. If, but if you look at the, if you look at the actual you know the numbers like day by day, we're still downtrending from where we were. Which oh is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which is great. Yeah. Which but, is great. But once everyone wants to reopen, even California's yeah. trying to reopen on the fast track. We're looking at resurgence probably within a few no, days. No. Numbers will go up because people are not going to always wear masks, not going to always be washing their hands, things are not going to always be wiped down, uh, and there's no vaccine. We've, we've sat here on this show for three three full months. You know, these, these numbers aren't fixed in stone. But, nope. yeah. But I, I, I do want to switch it up. I do want to switch it up because we, we can Please go on, the, yeah. on this for yeah. fucking forever, man. Um, let's start. There's some, yeah, let's start with some big stuff right off the bat. CW, uh, Ruby Rose <laughs> has, uh, yeah, I mean, Ruby Rose, star, the lead actress, the star of uh, Batwoman on CW show after one season has said that she is leaving. She's not going to be back for, for the uh, the second season, which they did confirm that she, uh, the show is getting. Dude, this is a big blow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- this is a huge blow to the show. Come on now. Bruh, she took her handsome haircut and was going home. Yeah. Oh, damn. So, I think well, yeah, <laughs> she, she kind of was, the. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure she was getting a bunch of shit for it, but she wasn't that great of an actress on the show, in my opinion. Like, she didn't have any, like, no no charisma, no, like, chemistry with any of the characters. She was just, like, a like a blank slate. Like, she was, it was like having sex with a girl that just lays in bed and not do anything. Like, starfish that's the, the starfish. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give props. I mean, Blue Blue certainly uh, saw a few episodes, was really honest on this show about it. Uh, saw a few and started shitting on it. I shitted on it really from the fucking trailer. I, it didn't look like anything was in, interesting to me at all. It's sitting at 13% with the users on Rotten Tomato. Now, a lot of people back when it got those terrible reviews, and we talked about it, I think in October, a lot of people were saying, oh, it's getting. Uh, review bombed because it's a female-led show and all of that. Well, it, it seems like the general consensus is from most people, not all, but most people, this isn't a great show. This isn't the best of the C fucking W. It no. just is. Well, I think this is one thing I think you know, people don't understand about like anything in media is that you can review bomb all you want, but unless you have the views, it doesn't matter. Like You, you can mm-hmm. play about review bombs all you want, but if you have a, a show that gets viewers... Um, people like the the corporations will still put money into it. So this is what sh- what this shows me is that first of all, yeah, the reviews weren't great, but the the main reason why this 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 is a problem is because it had terrible fucking viewership. Like, and there's no way around. It. Like, you, you don't cancel a show with high viewership and low reviews. You don't. Well, well, just to clar- just to clarify though, right now on paper. It, it is getting a season two because I know Old Ninja uh, yeah, and I were going back and forth offline on that. Stupid. But yeah, losing we, a, yeah. losing your lead actress yeah. is a huge fucking deal. 
Oh yeah. So for the show, like they barely had like on on day one for their pilot, they had a hundred point eight million views, and it slowly started to trickle down. Wait, a hundred million views? million views. Okay, one point. I was gonna say a hundred million. That's a fucking definitely don't cancel. (laughs) That's Game of Thrones numbers. (laughs) More than that. It was for the crossover event. That one got up to like one point or two point something. Oh yeah, because that was right in the middle. That's it. It got up to one point seven, but the lowest it ever had was zero point five million. So half a million people watched it. It's not, it's not, it, there's no way around it. I mean, like, look, the, the, fa- the, 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 the micro, uh, the, the micro community that are fans of this show got to hold some L's. We'll see who they fucking recast, but it doesn't sound like Ruby Rose wanted to be a part of this anymore. Like so, literally just I fucking mean, leaving. So, no, 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 she no, no, quit. I know she quit, she quit but you, that means she, hold on. She, that means she did not want to be a part of it. Don't fucking mince words with me, motherfucker. I'm, I'm not mentioning words. I'm saying she released a statement today, you piece of shit, about why she left. So she left she because of scheduling. Quit. She quit because bullshit. of scheduling. Read, the, read her report. She released a statement today. She released a statement today. If you don't read what hold she on. posted today, there's literally a post today about why she left. Let, oh, you let, don't. Hold wait, on. You just let said me can, it. can I destroy? Go Let ahead. me repeat. Let me repeat. She quit the fucking show. Nothing you so, said contradicts that. So yes, let me also no, I'm not contradicting. I'm saying she posted a reason why she left. Okay, old ninja. What is feeling right now? What is what? <laughs> What's fi- name a fucking single thing right now that's filming that fucked up her schedule? Exactly. Uh, it's filming. Exactly. Nothing. Uh, nothing. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Nothing. So, so don't do the PR spin. Don't do the oh, she has other projects and no, no, she, she quit the no, show. She ain't got no other projects. So how's yeah, that conflict? Exactly. How, how's nobody, that scheduling conflict? Has any projects? How's that scheduling conflict then? Oh no, she didn't like. No, 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 no. I didn't say scheduling conflict. She didn't like the schedule of the shooting because she had to be there. Honestly, oh, she didn't the, like that. You just she said scheduling like conflict. I wish I could rewind the tape. Time. You said scheduling conflict. No, I said her scheduling, not conflict. She did not what the like fuck? the scheduling. Did I hear the wrong the thing here? I've been drinking. I could be wrong. I've been drinking. That's what I heard was scheduling conflict. Oh, uh, no, no. So there's nothing. She's not doing nothing else. She's not doing nothing so, else, so she has no other conflict. She didn't like the fact that she had to put that much time into the show and she hurt herself when a lot of people thought she was going to quit because she had to have surgery because she had a herniated disc but she said no Look, it was just a lot of a lot of effort to be the lead on a tv show and i guess she didn't think so, there'd be that many episodes so she <laughs> she thought it was gonna suck okay. anyway <laughs> guess, well, yeah. she's, she's used to shows like orange is the new black where they only do 13 episodes versus oh, that woman was doing Come 22. On, yeah i think Come i think on. you're putting in okay, a lot of words in her mouth are we gonna keep it I don't think are we gonna keep it that. real on this show? Or are we yeah. just gonna fucking talk I'm, bullshit? I'm not bullshitting. No, it's look, not bullshit. Hey, read her. Read the fucking. Look, I'm reading. I'm telling you what she fucking put look, up. That's not look, what she look, said. Let, let me just say this. Yeah, let, let me just say this. Look, Stephen Amell, uh, Grant Gustin, Melissa Benoit, and whatnot. They, we all know how many episodes a typical CWDC show gets, and if you're the lead, you gotta put in hours. Yeah, this, this is right. nothing new. This is nothing fucking new. 
So th this belief that oh, I didn't like how how the long hours or whatever the, the how much how much you had to film, boo fucking who? She really didn't want to be part of the show one way or another. Now, you know, try. Oh, oh shit, shit, we got we Stitch got coming stitch. in. Yeah, we got Stitch coming in. Holy shit! Stitch, hey, sorry stitch. about that. Dead nap. No worries. Oh no. <laughs> Old Ninja is trying to backpedal like a motherfucker on this back I'm woman. I'm not backpedaling. I'm oh, not backpedaling. Okay. You're trying Sticking to champion. You're mouth. trying. You're trying to campaign that you won some kind of bet on the show. Acting like the show any... got canceled. So no. it didn't. Hold no, on. I didn't say, I didn't say anything. I didn't I say anything about like a bet. It. Hold on. You I didn't say anything like about it. a bet. And I didn't say anything about the show getting canceled. I, all I'm telling you, the factual statement over and over again, she fucking quit. I said that she quit, but you're acting on Twitter. If I was able to post your fucking Twitter responses, you're acting like you won some kind of bet. Like, I told y'all this, I told y'all that. I'm like, what the fuck? No, I, gave shit. Hold on. I'm telling you, I'm telling you flat out to your fucking virtual face. I did tell you that this show looked shitty from the fucking jump. I told you off the trailer, you can rewind the fucking tape about that in October when I said this show looks shitty. That's something I did yeah, say. Yes. It's kind of right. it again right now. It looks yeah. shitty. But now you're campaigning as if you won some kind of bet on Twitter, which I don't give a fuck because the show got another fucking season. We'll see if they recast. There's actually a high problem. I mean, the show could still get canceled if they don't find a lead. And they're not well, even going to no shoot shit. until January 2021. So, Old Ninja, I'm, 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 all right, hold on, hold on. Old Ninja, I'm calling you out. Where the fuck did you read that from? About her talking about... Oh, comic, uh, comic book news. They posted it today. Okay, so I read on CNN. And, I'm reading CNN and Deadline. She said none of that fucking shit. I'm reading her I'm quotes. CNN and Deadline? She didn't say any of that shit that you were saying. No, it was on, uh, I said it was on Comic Book News. Comic Book News posted it early today. So, Comic Book News is... Okay, it's better than CNN. All right, I got you. <laughs> well, I never well, it's, it's, on, it's on Variety too. If you look up on Variety, it, it, it doesn't say exactly what Ninja, Old Ninja said, but it does mention how she was injured and it didn't say anything about hidden conflict. Well, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It definitely out. said that she was injured, like at a point, but she but she filmed it after she was injured, which is fine. But there's nothing yep. about her scheduling conflict or anything like that, or any other shit you said. Uh, I, hold on, <laughs> let me pull this up. with the show, like. I tried watching it. I watched about three episodes. I'm like, fuck the show. I can't watch it. But then after Crisis, I started to watch it again. And I thought it was good again. But then, like, next episode just went fucking back down. You know, I was like, fuck this show. Well, you also got to be honest, too. You, uh, Blue gave it a real try. You also got to be fucking honest. Batgirl is still a more popular fucking character. And a lot of people who don't read anything... Uh, probably confused the two characters quite a bit if we're really being fucking honest. Yeah, true. I mean, when I, when Batwoman first came out, I thought it was I thought it was uh, Batgirl that just grew up. Yeah, Batgirl. Yeah. She has red hair. Yep. So does yeah. Batwoman. So yeah. yeah. All right, Stitch. This, this was bad. Stitch, how you doing, man? Bad casting. Doing good. Doing good. You d you done uh you all right? I mean, you were late. Super late. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I set the alarm. I set the alarm for like eight, uh, eight o'clock and everything, and I don't know what happened. I don't know if I, I hit the snooze button or the alarm just rang and just got tired of ringing. <laughs> I just woke up. 
I like woke up and I was like, what is going on around me? I was like, what is today? Like you, one of those things where you don't even know what day it is. And I looked and I, st- I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so did, that, you, uh, did you were late for school? <laughs> I know, I know where I was. I was on some different planet. Like. I, I needed it though, but uh, no. I mean, when you when you have like babies and like work and shit, like I get it, man. Like it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I was sleeping oh, harder than she was. It was pretty hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay, before you switch gears, that woman's still better than Titan. Oh, damn. Damn. Oh, damn. Damn. Oh, man, Titan's was hot shit garbage. <laughs> damn. Okay. Here it is. This right. is, uh, I got the report here. You know, I'm just going to send it to The quote-unquote report. Well, this is, this, is, this is the article that Blue is talking about variety, and it, gives, it lists her reason, that it does mention scheduling, like I said. Yeah. It... I, I just even if it does I'm say that, I'm literally on. I mean, I'm on Variety right it now. Sounds bullshitty. Here, right here. This is it. I got you right. It there. had nothing to do with health or injury. Batman season one. He's skimming through it. You got to proofread uh, with old ninja. Of course you do. But <laughs> uh, I think Blue, Blue, and Old Ninja are the only ones who've actually even seen the fucking show. I have. But, I actually and I will the say season. There were a lot of people pretend, pretending that they gave a shit. And I was like, do you even watch this fuck though? You know? Yeah. Whatever. I um, mean, it is weird. And you... it's also weird that they, they launched a new show yesterday. Yeah. Uh, uh, Stargirl, right? Yeah. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, that has a 93% rating. That's really good. So I'm like, what the fuck? Is, 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 that what, is that the DC Universe one or is it CW? So I guess it's both. So it okay. was supposed to be a DC Universe exclusive, but it debuted. I guess it debuts on Monday on DC Universe and then Tuesday on CW. So I don't know how that works. Uh, on in more so, CW. Hold on, news, where do you where are you seeing this? God damn, Ninja! <laughs> what the fuck? So I'm reading the fucking thing you're talking about. Okay, so I think this is the paragraph you're talking about. According to multiple sources, Rose was unhappy with the long hours required of her. As set lead, which led to a friction on set, it was decided by her and Network Studio, Warner Brothers, you know, to, that they would part ways. Reps for Ruby Rose and Warner Brothers and, and the CW declined to comment. So it's, it's not actually like a proven thing. According to multiple Just sources, so up, what, what is it that you're trying to say, Old Ninja? That she, the reason why she left is, is because, because of scheduling. Well, schedule. But that's that's not even said, okay. it, and, it, and it was literally declined to comment by both Ruby Rose, Warner Brothers, and the CW. So whatever multiple sources were, like none of them were, you know, nobody that fucking mattered confirmed this. Yep. Yeah. I, that. Uh, yeah. I mean, just coming through the article myself, it, it sounds like there. It's a, just a lot of. For lack of a better term, speculation. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> conjecture. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I mean, it, they said. I mean, one said it could. It has to it could possibly do with her health. Uh, also, cites uh, possible. Uh, said nothing to do with her health or injury. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Also, it, it, it talks about her. <laughs> it talks about her her mental health in the past and stuff and blah blah blah. But that blah. but that was back in October. So this is like this is them. This is how you write a shitty story, Variety. How you cite, how you say according to multiple sources, but then have no actual source. You don't name any actual source. 
and the people that actually matter, which is the fucking studio and the actual yep. actress, they they decline to comment on this. So you don't have an actual yeah, story. He's yeah. made up bullshit. This is how you are. This is how you become a shitty outlet is by shit like this. Yep. And well, I'm, I'm a, I know I shit. I know I shit on. The, I, I didn't have any interest in the series. There, there, I've never hid away from that. I don't have any ill will towards the actress whatsoever. I, you oh, yeah. know what I mean? I thought she was. I thought she was pretty cool on Orange Is the New Black. I believe Blue when she when he's talking about she wasn't a good actress on that show. Well, she was but cool in uh, John. She was cool in John Wick too. I mean, she got killed, but everybody else did too. Yeah. Besides John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she. Well, she didn't even talk in John Wick. Well, she was so deaf. That's the case. Yeah. Yeah. She did sign language, which, which and she signed correctly. So you know, whatever. <laughs> Just because you didn't get it. <laughs> the CW, they can easily recast her with you know they can have a flash fuck up and do something and change the Batwoman world or some shit or they could they could cast Amber Heard to be Batwoman Ooh. yeah they could just cancel it though yeah I was gonna say uh, Amber Heard is a whole different set of problems with all her yeah. false allegations shit against Johnny Depp it sure is but I mean it's not like she's gonna like who else is gonna hire her though <laughs> right yeah Prison, I mean, prison should hire her. That's what should happen <laughs> oh, right now. She should go straight to jail. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not even bullshitting. I mean, you fucked I up mean, a guy's career for a while. Like, honestly, if you went down to like the amount of money that it cost Johnny Depp, it's in the millions, if not tens of millions of dollars that it cost a guy. She can't pay that shit off. So her ass to fucking jail. Yeah, I'm with it. Fuck her. She's probably not going to do jail time at she all. She should. Fuck her. No. Yeah. She should. I mean, I saw what his finger looked like. That was like that's like almost attempted murder. She must have had some fucking I mean, bomb ass pussy. I'm just saying. <laughs> crazy pussy. Yeah, crazy pussy, good pussy. Um, should we? Should we? You know why? It's because Johnny Depp let her shit on his carpet. That's why. <laughs> oh motherfucker! Goddamn. Should we? Should we stay with? Uh, should we stay with this other DC big news? They, they, uh, yeah. I don't even know how to even oh, set yeah, this yeah. up. Who wants to set this up about we can't Snyder? Catch this. Is that, oh, this, this, this. To me, it's not even fucking big news. Real. This is bullshit news to me. It's dumb as fuck. Well, we'll set it up. No, let, let somebody that's happy set it up. Then I'll shit on them. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. There's a Snyder Cut. <laughs> it exists. The Snyder Cut. Uh, they're going to spend $20 million to, to put it all together and release it. So it doesn't exist. <laughs> if, they, if, if you have to spend more money to like make it, it doesn't exist yet. What? Yeah, so... No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, this is supposed to be on HBO Max. I'm going to fully admit... I, d I didn't like this movie. I, I, I enjoy some DC movies. This was not a good movie whatsoever. We all yeah. laughed at the fact that Superman with the, with the mustache, bullshit, and all of that. It was not a fucking good movie, the theatrical release. The other thing is, it, it made its money back, but it didn't like crazy perform well. I think it was in the 600 million mark or whatever, something like that. Um, but the hardcore fanboys of, of Zack Snyder, which I am not one of them, uh, kept talking about Snyder Cut, Snyder Cut, Snyder Cut. It's, 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 it exists. This sounds like they had some footage, to be fair, uh, and they are investing money in this movie three years later, I think $20, $30 million. 
to make it uh, a more of a finished, complete project. I've never heard of this kind of shit ever for a, a studio to have a movie come out. I think it was a 2017 movie, right? If I'm not mistaken. Wasn't it 2017? I think so. I think. 2016? It was 2017. It's been a yeah. few years. Yeah. It, it's like three years old. I don't know why they would no. they would put twenty thirty million dollars in a movie that's that old unless it's just to please these fanboys that they want to have interest in HBO Max. But so this, this be, is weird. I said this would never happen, and it's happening. So it's not it's not going to be a movie. It's like a docu series. It's going to be a thirty five minute like series. Oh fuck that! So it's going to have multiple episodes where they complete the movie. I guess they're going to show you what they're filming and then show you the finished product. The good thing that I guess this is going to go, a lot of the money is going to the production, people in production, because they're not working. And so a lot of the visual effects people that they kind of started, they get to go back and finish work from home, finish their effects and then send it in. And then when they're able to get back together and shoot live action, they're going to do that and make it into like a little a mini series, this, I guess, to complete the film. This is like the, the only way that better cut could have made the movie better is if they replaced the person who played Batman, the person who played Flash, <laughs> and redid fucking everything else basically. Well, this is why. All right, so this is why I, I really don't understand. I'm, I'm going to go through the list of like movies that are recent that he directed. Okay, I'm going to start with like Sucker Punch. All right, so he directed. Okay, so Dawn, is, Dawn of the Dead. I was, you know, back in sort of back in the day. That movie wasn't that bad. Three hundred definitely wasn't bad. Watchmen. Wait, what? Three hundred. Oh, three hundred. Okay. I, I liked the movie, but some people didn't. I get that. Um, Watchmen. I liked it, but I understand people didn't like it. I get that because they left out like a huge portion of the book. Um, mm -hmm. A Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahuli. I didn't watch that shit, so I don't fucking know. Sucker Punch was weird as fuck. Sucker Punch is like this is where it starts going downhill, okay? In 2011 with Sucker mm -hmm. Punch. All right, the next movie was Man of Steel, trash. 300 Rise of an Empire. He wasn't a director, so I'm not gonna count that. He was the director for Superman. I'm oh, sorry, Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice, trash. Suicide Squad. All right, which is the partial director, was trash. One Woman. He was uh, executive, executive producer. Justice League was trash. All right, and the next one he has that was gonna be director is Army of the Dead. Which I, you know, it comes out sometime this year, probably next year, but he doesn't have a huge um, backlog of really great movies that were cut well. Like his last few movies were cut poorly, and for you to say like, "Oh, well, I can cut it better," um, and I, this is the the guy that one of his family members died right during like the filming of a movie. His daughter. Yep. Okay, yeah. so his daughter died. Like I, I totally feel bad that happened. That that fucking sucks. But for you to think that you can magically recut a movie better, I think it was uh, was it Joss Whedon that read that came in and tried to save it. Yep. But it yeah, was all fucked up. Yeah. So I don't think you're gonna do much better version than him, given the fact that your other DC movies were fucking shit. Like seriously, shit. Flat out. Yep. So fuck the Snyder cut. Y'all that are waiting for this shit, be like, oh yeah, it's gonna be something. No, it's not gonna be better. It's gonna be the same bullshit. <laughs> Boring ass palette, dark bullshit, makes no sense the way they cut together. It's gonna have fucking huge potholes in it, and y'all are hoping on this. You're gonna you're gonna buy this bullshit again, and it, it's yeah. it's stupid. Like just 
Stop it. You, DC, you're wasting money. Whoever's putting money, the $30 million into this, you're wasting your goddamn money. Give me $30 million. I'll give you something better. <laughs> well, for, first they hired Kathy Yan, you know, and now they're now they're doing this, just throwing money down the fucking. It's so planet. stupid. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm not a Snyder fan. I was one of the people uh, when we were talking about the whole comparison of the great HBO Watchmen show versus the movie from a oh, financial yeah. standpoint. Yeah. The move the movie low key kind of flopped. It did. Yeah, Some people is. like it. Some people like it, but it didn't even make two hundred million dollars, and it had a big budget. Um, for this one, I'm one of those people that I will not defend Batman versus Superman. It had a lot of problems. I think the extended edition was slightly better than the theatrical one, but oh, yeah. it didn't matter. Well, it didn't matter. I they, they never should have released Justice League. Yo, uh, listen, yeah. unless you are literally Lord of the Rings, I don't give a fuck about your extended edition. <laughs> I really don't. Like, you should have done it right the first time. Lord of the Rings, yeah. I, I gave him the, the pass because the movie was long as fuck. And I get that mm -hmm. somebody doesn't want to sit down for four hours in the movie. I, I, I would have for Lord of the Rings. But um, but it was a good movie overall. It, it didn't have continuity problems. Everything made fucking sense when you watch this movie. Like, Justice League, it, you know, Suicide Squad, they had serious problems with the movies beyond, you know fixable shit it was just like they were written bad and i don't think that you're not going to rewrite the whole movie you're just going to cut it differently but it was yeah. still it was still done poorly maybe his best one and this was not a great movie it was certainly not my favorite but maybe his best one is either 300 or man of steel yeah i well but, i, I probably for me it's probably 300 yeah isn't isn't the man of steel the one where time. he lifted shit hold on this is which batman or which superman was this but I'm thinking of 300. Henry, Henry Cavill. It was Henry Cavill. Okay, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. You can tell it's like the same like coloring palette and like like weird green screen all over the place. He like yeah. basically uses the same style of filming for both movies. Yeah, it's, it's fucking weird. It's like really, it's they're kind of dark and like kind of washed out colors, and I'm yeah, not a yeah. huge fan of that style of. Uh, and that, that's why I liked when like Aquaman came out, you know, because they mm. they finally got rid of like that whole bullshit like I'm so dark palette. You know, same thing it was like Wonder Woman. Yeah, same like, deal. They had that. It looked more like it was in take. It was filmed in natural lighting instead of fucking some kind of filter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like the whole filter. Like filter things are cool sometimes, but when like when your whole like back catalog is in the same kind of filter, it it gets kind of weird. So just like watch Three Hundred, watch Watchmen, watch Sucker Punch, watch like watch all of Zack Snyder's movies, and then you'll yeah. see they all look the same. Like the the way like the actual visualizations look. They look like the same color palette. It's fucking really weird. The, the biggest the biggest thing for me is you're taking iconic characters that everybody's fucking grandmother knows. Like three or four generations of people know who Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are. And you still can't fucking make it work? Like, we know these characters. In addition to that, we have such great examples. Me and Blue talked about it last week, I think, uh, of Justice League movies you know, oh. they go straight to DVD that have knocked it out of the fucking park. Like, you have a script already. Well, and this Even is like the, the, TV, the TV series fucking knocked out of the park with, like, the yeah. Flashpoint and, like, the, the crossover event. Like, all of those are, like, actually really well done. Well, no, this is even the, the most egregious problem is that, you know, uh, Prodigy, what you said was, was totally valid. You know, taking well-known characters and, like, you know, kind of fucking it up. But what makes it even worse is that you want to bring in new 
um, new viewers that don't know these characters. Yeah. And so, like, when they decide yeah. to just skip over whole origin stories, it's like, what the fuck? Like, you're just going <laughs> to... Like, yeah. how, how do you do that? You, you can't bring in new viewers with, like, no origin stories. And even though... Let me... I guess let me backtrack just a little bit. Because I complain about how they keep doing origin stories with... Uh, you know, Batman. Batman. no, Spider-Man. with Spider-Man, because they keep doing it every goddamn fucking five years. Every five well, yeah, years, yeah, there's a, there's Batman a. Too. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, with, with Batman, but it's like you still need to give background characters and like other characters. So like when they introduced like the Flash, it was like, okay, this is the Flash, but who the fuck is this guy? You know what yeah, I mean? I and I think <laughs> even with like it, they did it with Aquaman too, didn't they? Like they, they did the Aquaman, yep. and then like after the fact, they did like his backstory. You know, so that was like super weird. Um... Yeah, just like they just didn't do. Marvel kicked their ass when they yeah. when they did this because they did. they did like backstories on all the characters and they built together like this whole universe. But DC decided not to do that, and that that's why they're in like kind of the hurt locker right now as far as like movies go. Yeah, yeah, they, and it, it, and I don't think this is truly going to help or build a whole lot of momentum. I think you got to have a some a semi clean start. Obviously, keep Gal. I think. Uh, and keep uh, Jason Momoa, um, maybe Shazam, but everything else can really go. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway. That's well, what, I, like, I like Kevin Calvin, Kevin, Kevin Calvin or whatever as that. Like, I think he's a really decent Superman. I just think it's the the way the films are created and filmed and stuff like that, to be honest. He can act. We saw that in The Witcher. He's charismatic. He and, he's a, and he's a nerd. Like, he's a legit nerd. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But Stitch, do you want to shit on Justice League at all? No, you're not going to do it. You know, you guys pretty much covered everything about Justice League. I mean, I didn't, I didn't like it. Uh, it wasn't fun. Uh, I've been sort of trying to, I mean, there's so many examples I can think of. It seems like what they're trying to do is like, you, you're offered like a shitty steak at a restaurant or whatever, a piece of overcooked, painted meat. You have a bite of it, it sucks. And then somebody's like, no, you got to add steak sauce to it. Like, no, it's a piece of it. <laughs> Steak sauce ain't gonna help this this shitty ass uh, meal you're trying to serve me. <laughs> I mean, nobody. I mean, it, it's like they they want to retroactively go back and change the opinion of people by giving them this sort of like cult uh, rumor about this this uh, Snyder cut. And I, I just think like it's for what? Like I mean, there, there's so much uh, many other better things you can do with the money and time. That you're trying to go back and and scrub this this car wreck of a of a uh, of a disaster, like putting touch up paint on a on a car wreck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know. with, like uh, duct tape all over the place on their goddamn car. It's like, dude, just get up on it. <laughs> Holy shit! Yep. Uh, I mean, who knows? Who knows? It's just gonna. It just it is weird to me because now everyone that was. Uh, Talking about the Snyder Cut, I mean, of course, they're rejoicing hard, just like the Raylos were rejoicing with Rise of Skywalker. Don't, but... Wait, wait, wait. Don't don't you put us <laughs> in the same fucking camp. I'm gonna put we that are in, different I'm gonna people. put it out there. But I'm going to say it was funny to me watching the reactions to uh, this whole the Snyder Cut is real because I'm reading Facebook and there's people just shitting all over saying this is just going to be more stuff to a movie that already wasn't very good. It's just going to be longer. And then on people yep. on Twitter were like, this is going to be great. This is going to be amazing. Um, 
We got Wonder know, Girl. We, we, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Leave my way for alone. It's just weird to me. I mean, the only person I kind of think that will get a little bit of like justice or what or whatever you have you they're like up and coming just kind of Zack Snyder because people keep glossing over the fact that he had a daughter that took her life in the middle of him doing this major project that had a deadline and he didn't get time to grieve it literally was tearing his family apart to where him and his his wife who's Deborah Snyder who's a producer on multiple DC films they literally had to take their family and like disconnect from social media and literally went on a retreat so they could try to heal their family and so this is the chance for him to go back to work and put out his vision whether we think it's going to be shitter or not he gets to get his chance to finish the movie he set out to do so in a way there's a civil lighting however i'm not saying it's going to make it better he just gets to finish the work that he was going to do and when ray fisher who plays Victor Stone was on Twitch crying about the fact that they get to do this for Amanda Snyder who killed herself. I was like, well, that puts a little bit of a different perspective on it for me. Can I can I say one quick thing though? Let, let's be really clear. I would say either the co-lead or the lead of, of, of Justice League was either Henry Cavill or it was um, Affleck. Oh, we're still on this, all right. Aff- Aff- <laughs> Affleck has... <laughs> Affleck has nothing to fucking do with, with with this, to my knowledge. I mean, he's he's been in and out of rehab. I don't think he's he's associated with DC at all. So I don't think you're gonna get any reshoots out of him. And he was one of the main characters, if not if not the if guy. Not lead. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Hot shit, garbage. Yep. That's all it's gonna be. God there damn. it is. There it is. What's you want to y'all want to talk about either Rick and Morty or this Boosie? Boosie stuff? Which one will... uh, let's oh, go with Rick and Morty. I don't know. Rick and Morty. Yeah. That Boosie shit is all bad. Mm. All right. The, the, set up the Rick and Acid. <laughs> Wait, has everybody seen Rick and Morty? I, I've watched yeah, the, the Vat of Acid. Yeah. 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 That's the acid. Great. Okay, I can't. Who wants to set it up? Stitch, have you watched it? Vat of Acid. Do you watch Rick and Morty? I. I... Yeah, I, I, I've not seen the asked one, but go ahead and talk about it. It's, right. it's cool. I'll probably end up watching it tonight. Oh, Ninja, go ahead. Ooh, so this is what? A more season four fucking Rick and Morty shit? So this is the episode where they look at the fans and like, okay, you guys keep bitching about um, time travel, and we gave you time <laughs> travel with Solar Opposites, so we're going to do this our way in this current episode. So basically... Um, Rick and Morty have like a fight basically on one of their fucking adventures and then like they get to the point where like well Morty's like hey you can't do time travel because you don't know how to do time travel and Rick is like I'm the smartest motherfucker you ever know I know how to do time travel I just ain't gonna do it because I don't want to do it it's <laughs> no, fucking stupid it was not time like, travel no. you're already fucking this up it was not time travel <laughs> He no, talking- he talks about. Whoa, 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 he talks about time travel. They, that's what they're arguing about. Before Rick reveals the big reveal of what really happened. He was so asking for a save button. Yeah, he said he can make time travel like a save button. But the whole reason they get into it is because Morty says he can't do time travel. And he. Well, he was saying you can't Rick make the save button. Mad. 
He was saying you can't make the save button. If you want to counter so, time travel, that's fine, but yeah. When Morty mentioned, like, yeah, it's like, you know, we, you you will make all these kind of inventions, but you want to make cool stuff that I like and stuff like that. And, he, and Morty mentioned that, yeah, it'd be cool to have a fucking safe button. But what's funny is that Rick, he breaks, he kind of breaks the fourth wall and he's like, well, you mean what they already did on Futurama? Which is basically what they, they did in fucking Futurama. Yeah. Where, uh, where Fry has a button that lets him go back in time or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting because. Rick got so fucking pissed off about it that he actually turned around and did it. And then Morty just, you just have this cool adventure of fucking Morty using the fucking. Basically, if you're playing a video game, you hit save and you go off and do something and you don't like it, you just go back to your save point. And like, this motherfucker was using it for stupid shit, like trying to throw popcorn in his mouth and if he doesn't make it, he fucking like hits the button so he can try it again. He tries to jump over and got that manhole cover and fall in and hit the button so he can try it again. It's but so fucking funny, but like. He didn't make a time machine, though. Huh? He did not make a time machine. Yeah, it wasn't a time machine. No, he doesn't, but are, I'm saying their argument was about time. Yeah, I mean, no, his argument was for the save <laughs> The argument was for the save button. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll go back and I could be wrong. Because I watched it like two days ago. But I'm pretty sure he was just asked for a save button. He didn't say a time machine. Hold on. But yeah. Well, but it's funny because it's all stemmed from uh, Rick having a, an, a acid pit, fake acid. Yeah, so Rick got to meet with some gangster guys, and he had already he had um well what what did he, he had already prepped for what was gonna go on, so he created this fucking fake acid bath that shit was gonna go down. Him and Morty gonna jump into it, <laughs> and to trick the fucking gangster guys, and Morty just thought it was the dumbest shit ever, <laughs> and basically the whole. The whole episode is Rick trying to fucking prove that Morty's just a fucking moron, like always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that shit. The, yeah, Love that's... It. And it's funny, like, the, the greatest thing is, is that it comes... Like, the whole thing comes full circle at the end of the episode. And that's like the, mm-hmm. that, that's why I love the way... So, Dan Harmon, who's like... Um, he's a really good writer. And he redefined the hero's journey. Like if you look up the if you look up the hero's journey, it'll probably mention Dan Harmon because there's like a normal hero's journey, and there's like the, the Dan Harmon hero's journey. And they did a whole the, the episode. If you watch the episode of the fucking train, that's literally yeah. the hero's journey. It's the exact Dan Harmon hero's journey. They actually even draw the actual diagram of his hero's journey. Um, but it, it's really interesting the way that they like him and uh, I think it's Justin Roiland the way that they write together. Because it's like really good writing. I think most people kind of forget because in the beginning of the episode, they, they drop you like a little seed about, you know, the vat of acid. And it, it doesn't come back around until the very fucking end of the episode. And the fact that you kind of forget about the vat of acid for like 20 minutes yep. and then at the end it comes back around again, like, oh my God. Like, that's like fucking genius. The fact that you can do that, that you can make somebody forget in like 22 minutes what happened, you know, 22 minutes ago. Is amazing. The best person I ever did that was um, was David Chappelle when he told his fucking jokes, where he's like, "And then I gave uh, him the pussy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for for me, the thing that I will always fucking cherish about this goddamn show is I love the fam- family dynamics and the grandpa fucking cursing his ass off at the at the kids when he says, "Shut up, fucking summer, you dumb bitch, <laughs> or you fucking idiot." That shit fucking cracks me up every goddamn time. Even censored, <laughs> that shit is hilarious. Because yeah. it feels so real when they're having arguments and they're talking to each other. It feels yeah. like like the worst family argument you've ever heard. 
and you're you're awkward and you're being exposed to it like from uh, uh, the outsider's perspective. That's one of my favorite parts about the writing. But the, yeah, this was another fucking winner, man. I loved it. Hold on, I think. Um, anyway. well, what's, give me, well, give me what's 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 too, They, they kind of make they kind of touch bases on different movie genres as well. So like you know, with the bat of acid, it made me think of uh, like uh, Batman, where Joker falls into the acid or whatever, or like Terminator. Yeah. Like, there's that. There's a scene where they have like a clip from a live where they fucking end up eating people, which fucking happens. And then like, uh, oh shit, there was some other shit that happened that was like, they're basically stripped from fucking movies that I thought was kind of cool how you plug that all into the fucking show. So I, you know, um, one second here. Warrior Fellow, he made a good point in here, which which I uh, agree with, is that he he just finished, finished uh, Solar Opposites. And he says, basically, eat your heart out. Seth MacFarlane and Matt uh, Matt Groening, which I totally agree. Yeah. I think Justin Roiland, uh, in general, is like the new Seth MacFarlane and, and Matt Groening. Like seriously, I mean, he, he made Rick and Morty, and now he's making uh, Soul Opposites. But I think it's like Soul Opposites and Rick and Morty. That's the co-creator are different people. I'm pretty sure. But Dan Harmon is still a part of both shows, and so yeah. it, you know, it, it really shows. And it's just like, honestly. I'm really glad that we're getting really good uh, uh, American animation from like somebody different now because I, honestly I think that you know Seth MacFarlane with uh, with Family Guy kind of dropped off a while ago. Um, it's still it's still a good show, but it's not as good as it used to be. And you know, The Simpsons is kind of hit or miss for me at least. I'm an older guy uh, at this point in time. It's kind of hit or miss. But um, Rick and Morty and Solar Opposites have been so so excellent. I, I actually I think that Solar Opposites is is a little better um, from a certain point of view, only because like the the escalation of fucking insanity in that show happens so goddamn quickly. <laughs> like it, 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 nothing that I've seen on any form of media has like matched the amount of insanity that it ramps up in like a single episode. It's like seriously, in so opposites, in the first ten minutes, it'll be like sort of normal, and then all of a sudden within like a two minute span. It goes with some fucking insane fucking nonsense that happens. And it just keeps going. Like, the train just fucking keeps going. And the fact that they can do this for, like, multiple episodes um, is just... It's insane to me. Like, it, and, and I love it. I hope they, that, that he keeps doing it. I hope that, you know, Justin Roiland and all of his co-creators, that they keep doing shit like this. But this is, like, what TV needs to be going forward it, it works perfectly for like the short attention span um uh, viewers nowadays because like normally i'm, I'm fine with like a normal like linear you know show but like if somebody has like a 10 minute attention span and i think that i think literally a minute nine and a half that's when it goes insane and it's just like i can't stop watching <laughs> like seriously like when, when he started having go ahead let's also do the total opposite is that since it's the TV rating, you know, they it's MA, so they could be a little bit more raunchy than like your Family Guy and and uh, Simpsons shows. Oh yeah, it's super. Gives them more flexibility. Yeah, it's super gory. Mm -hmm. Like when when the guy like can't turn his he can't turn his suit off. Is it Yumulak? I think his name is the kid. Yumulak. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just like kids are like bullying him, and then all of a sudden he turns his suit on. And the suit just kills everybody. I was just like, holy fuck. And that was like episode one or two. Yeah. <laughs> and they're uh, killing him in like fucking gory ways. Yeah. It was all bad. Yeah. And the fact, and the one where they get all high and shit from like their, what they thought was puberty. 
And yeah, it's just it, and they turn into zombies. Yeah, they're eating uh, each other. Yeah. I think the, the man cave one was actually pretty goddamn funny. Oh no, I didn't know where they were going with that. But on, when they made the like angry wife, uh, Patricia. Holy oh, shit! Oh they, ninja, they, it is totally not the it is not the man cave. It's the man cave. Oh, you're right. You're right. The man cave. <laughs> with uh, what was it that they had? What was the sign they had? Um, Tiggo Biddies, uh, and then it was Diggle Bix. Bix. Diggle Bix. It was Bri oh. Yeah, <laughs> dig old Bix. <laughs> what, with oh, the purple eggplant. I didn't see the giant eggplant yeah. neon fucking sign. What's oh that? my god. No, cool. So, like, apparently, if you go back and watch the show and pay attention to the background, there's like so many. tons and tons of fucking Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. Well, like, like, they're all over the place. Like, um, I think in their ad town, they actually show some of the stuff in the background, and it, you'll see just random fucking shit, and you're like, I can't believe I missed that. Well, yeah, it's like in the episode we're talking about where, like, the man, the mech, if, is when they're sitting down on, on the couch and they're watching TV and they open up the refrigerator and there's number ones in there to pick them up and they're frozen. It's like, oh, yeah, let's have a cold one. Yeah, That's yeah, a great that, fucking that, joke. Because <laughs> they're cold ones. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happens so fast that you can miss it. Yeah. Like, it's fucking hilarious. I got to catch up on this show, man. I'm, it's I'm really good. episode two, but this, this long weekend, I'm going to do that. Holy it's, shit! It's not this a long weekend, bro. Out of control. Huh? It's not a long weekend. You know it's not. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, listen. Anybody that's out there, if you have kids, and if you're like doing the social distancing, oh. this weekend is a normal oh. fucking weekend for you. No, no. I, I, I hear you. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to uh, possibly do some grandparent stuff. <laughs> Let's just say <laughs> some grandparent stuff. Like, yeah, grand, like kids with grannies. Oh. I got you, got you, got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so um, you, you've expanded your... So on, this is like... So me and you, we have the older kids. Um, so you've mm -hmm. expanded your social distance bubble? Yeah, that, that's what it, it looks like we're, we're more than likely going to do. We, You know, kids... Grand, here's my thing. Just like what Kronos has, has mentioned on this cast a few times. Um, grandparents need their kids... Yeah. Uh, their grandkids and the kids need their grandparents. Oh yeah, it, it's this symbiotic relationship that you, as an adult, don't even fully appreciate until you see it on a consistent basis. And it's a beautiful fucking thing. And when they're not like getting their time together, it hurts both of them. Yeah, like flat out. Yeah, I, I don't know how better to say that. Well, so, let me. I'll break it down in, like a more quantifiable method. Like literally, um, my youngest daughter she, who's three she would she would cry about not being able to see her nona which is who's a grandmother and we would do video chats and after every video chat her grandmother would just like cry and there was like whole days where she would just like be crying because they couldn't see each other yep. you know we've eventually like we've our social bubble now was like us and you know my my uh, parents-in-law but that's like it's really hard and it, you know it's What's weird for me is, is just like I didn't have that kind of relationship like with my grandparents when I was growing up, and I'm really thankful that um, you know my daughter has a that kind of relationship with her grandmother because it's like they're they're so tight knit and it it's really he healthy for like both of them because like my my mother in law she literally retired to take care of my youngest daughter and. That's awesome. 
it's beautiful. Yeah. You know what's kind of crazy too is that like my the sweetness, her mom, like she misses her. Like she, they talk on, they do face to face, like FaceTime and stuff like that. But like for me, like I wasn't really that close to my mom, so I'm like, I'll call my mom like maybe once a week, but like, hey, how you doing? You're good? Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Like, it's it's interesting how relationships kind of ha- have an impact with this whole COVID nineteen well, quarantine thing. I'm actually I'm glad you said that because now I won't feel bad about saying this on a public <laughs> podcast. So I have said, I love you to like my youngest daughter. At the age of three, more than I've heard, I love you from my own mother at the age of 40. Yep. Like, just let that sink in yep. for all my listeners. And mm-hmm. yeah, it might be maybe it's probably fucking weird, but that's how shit is. I'm on that same yeah. boat. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have kids yet, though, yeah. but you should, though. You don't <laughs> have kids. But the thing with, yeah. You, you, you'd be the yeah. best at it. Have anybody else watched the TV show on Amazon called Upload? Not yet. But we have we have screener access to it, Not so yet. I feel bad. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. It's it's have any of you guys watched um The Good Place on I guess on Netflix and NBC Yeah, well K Mac does so I've I sort of watch it. It's it's kinda of similar to that, except it's more like futuristic where it's like a virtual world that you get uploaded to. But it's no no consequences and shit like that, but the show's fucking funny. The oh, the main guy from the show is um, he played. Um, he's Robbie Emil. He's Steven Emil's cousin. Well, not that. He's also um, he played Firestorm in the Flash series. Oh shit. So uh, yeah, yeah. So the, he's that guy. But like the the girl that's on there, she's my girlfriend. She gets hot, dude. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, you had to make sure nobody's around so a hand don't come out. Just... <laughs> No, a chocolate doesn't come out and just fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. But no, the show overall is it's really good. Like they touch, they, it takes place in like 2033 or something like that, and like you know, people are dying. You have the ability to upload your consciousness into like a virtual world, but it's like virtual world is like in like like version eight, so like nothing's like truly perfect, and it still have like glitches here and there. But like when you get uploaded, they basically it basically blow up your head. Just your body, just from your neck down, it still exists, but your head, like, they get rid of it. Like, it's totally, like, obliterated. Wow. It's kind of crazy. Oh, damn. The story that happens and, like, the things that take place, like, it's really, really well done. But it's one of the funny things is that, um, so, like, one of the main characters, her dad is dying, but he's dying because he used to vape when he was younger, and so he's dying from vape lung. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking funny because, like, you know, people now are vaping and shit like that. So I think it's funny how they take stuff that happened now and kind of hold it up into the show. Yeah. <clears throat> so this, this is a, it sounds like it's some sci-fi drama. Right? Uh, it's sci-fi uh, drama, comedy, rom- rom-com type deal. Nice. I mean, honestly, I mean, Amazon's been kind of killing it lately. I mean, they've had a lot of really good shows out. Um, sure. Like, I mean, The Boys is great. I really liked uh, Carnival Row. Um, they have the Expanse now, which I need to catch up on, which is like a while ago. Um, but they, they've made a bunch of like really good shows, you know. So I'm glad. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, probably next year, they're gonna have uh, Lord of the Rings. I think it's Lord well, of the Rings, right? No, I'm there. Yeah, that's gonna. No, I'm down for that. Yeah, and they got the budget, so it should be awesome. There you go. Yeah. Well, I who, who, who was on and recommended? I don't watch it, but uh, Dead to Me is on here. Dead to Me season oh, two. Well, I like it too. I didn't watch the whole season two, but 
I mean, it's still excellent. I'm, I'm like partway through season two. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet either. I'm still, I'm thinking I'm at a little bit past, I'm past halfway, but. I mean, so the, the ending is, the ending you'll be like, what the fuck? Well, when that one dude comes back and it's like, a, well, I can't even say it because people are not even watching it. But it's like, I think it's like episode two, like the end of it. And I was like, what the fuck? The guy's back. Like, <laughs> and they, yeah. took, and they, they took the cheap way out, but it was, it's still good though. But yeah. The fucking ending and like, I mean, like I want I don't want to spoil it, but like man, like shit just gets worse and worse. <laughs> Even though you think it's getting good, it's like I mean the show gets good, but like the shit that happens to them, it's like fuck really. Oh boy. All right, let me uh, since Prodigy's not here, he's walked away for a second. Um, let me talk to you about something real quick. So um, I had to get rid of my my old car. I think I talked about it before. Like my my car was like a. It kept breaking down on me, and like the last time that it broke down was like, uh, it was a straw that broke the camel's back. So I, I, I owned a uh, 2008 BMW X5, and uh, it broke down a lot. And luckily I have like mechanical skills, and so does my father-in-law. Um, he, he was a, a mechanic at NASA. Huge plus, by the way. <laughs> um, you know, we fixed everything, and then all of a sudden, like one day, like uh, K-Max, she, she went to go pick up uh, Riley, my youngest daughter, and she, she said that when she started the car, it was starting up kind of slow, which it, which I knew it was. But I was like, oh, you know, don't worry, it's probably the battery. I'll buy a new battery. It's it's no big deal. She gets home, and then all of a sudden, she gets she parks in the driveway, and then we can't start it again. So the the, the car won't start at all, and it, it's not the battery. It's uh, I tried all these fucking things. It's probably the starter, and then I looked up how to change the starter on this fucking car. And I was like, nah, bro, that shit ain't happening. Like, I'm not doing it. So it's been, like, sitting in my driveway for, like, probably a month. And so I went to, uh, I went to CarMax. Is engine block? What's up? Is the starter inside of the engine block? No, it's just, like, you have to take off so much shit. It would probably take me at least a week to fucking change it out, man. And I'm just, I'm not doing it. Especially after the fucking valve seal bullshit. Like, the valve seals took me literally, like, a month to change because it was like 32 valve seals actually it's probably a month and a half yeah remember that should happen right i didn't have a car for like a month and a half yeah because yeah. i was and that was like seven thousand it would have cost me seven thousand fucking dollars and i'm just like dude i'm not trying to like sink in any more time or That's money crazy. in this fucking bullshit ass car so you know i talked to carmax and i was like you know what I, I found a car that i wanted so you know what's hilarious is that first, I was looking at cars that I wanted. I'm not going to tell you the car that I'm... So, I'm not going to spoil shit for you right now. But I'm going to tell you that I'm not going to tell you the car that I'm going to get. Right, but I'll tell you the cars I was looking at. I was looking at, a, a like, a 2008 Lexus ISF. Which is fucking awesome. It's like a Lexus V8. It's got over, like, 400 horsepower or some shit. It was, like... It's really nice. I was going to get one of those. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to look at a car that I loved when I first drove, like, in 2008. <clears throat> And I'm going to see if, I, if, if the faster version of that car, if I can find it on the used market, because they're super fucking rare. And so I was looking throughout everywhere, and CarMax had one, and it was in Colorado. And I was like, but it, was not the, it wasn't the color that I wanted. But I was like, you know, fuck it. Like, I'm going to get this fucking car. So I paid CarMax uh, 400 bucks to ship it from Colorado to, to, to Modesto, because, like, no CarMaxes are really open in California. So the closest I can get was, like, Modesto oh, at the time. So... It normally costs $800 to ship a car 
to anywhere for CarMax. But because nobody's buying fucking cars right now, it cost me 400 bucks. So I got to ship it to, to Modesto. And uh, I have a ship. It took like a couple of weeks to get to sh- to get it shipped all the way there. You know, so I was like kind of nervous. So I was like, why the fuck is it taking so long? So it finally gets there. And I was like, I call my, my bank up because I still owe like money on my, my X5. Not much, but I still owe money on it. And they were like, oh, well, just, you know, when you get the car through CarMax, you know, call us when you get the car there. And then we'll, you know, we'll work through it. And then get a new loan. So, you know, the car gets shipped to, to CarMax in Modesto. And I, 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 I call my bank and I was like, okay, you know, it's, I got the car that I want. You know, I, this, I need X amount of money. And I was like, you know, um, yeah, just wanted through for X amount of money. Because obviously I'm going to have like an upside down loan. An upside down loan for the people that don't know what that means is like, so if you, if you have a car... And you owe, say if you owe uh, $5,000 on a car, um, you can still get another car and you can roll up the loan to the, like your next loan. So if you if you bought a car that was like $20,000, you roll up the $5,000 into the $20,000 car loan and it'll just cost you, you'll just get a $25,000 loan. So that's what upside down loan means. It means you have negative equity on a, on a vehicle, which is, it, it happens. It's happened to me twice in my lifetime. And this is like the second time it happened. Um, so, you know, I call, I call my bank which is USA, which is a really good bank. And I got declined on my loan. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, my, my credit is good. And so apparently on Experian and Experian only, I have like some crazy delinquency that happened like three months ago where they're saying like I owe money on some shit that I don't owe money on. And I'm just like, it, it, it's a bill that I shouldn't owe money on. So I need to dispute it. But to dispute shit, it takes you like a couple of months to do it. So I'm like, okay, well... And I already fucking paid money to ship this car to Modesto. So I'm just like, fuck. So I'm like, you know what, whatever. I'll just talk to CarMax. I'll, I'll just apply through CarMax for the loan and just hope that they won't go through Experian. Well, apparently they don't. <laughs> they don't go through Experian, so I got to prove through, you know, CarMax. And I got to prove with, like, literally no money down, with, like, a decent rate and all that shit. And the lady on the phone, she was like, yeah, I've never seen anybody that got, like, a proof of this much amount of money with, like, no money down. And I was like, well, my credit's good unless you look on, like, you know, Experian. And then it's not good, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and and with CarMax, you can sell them your old car. And so I know this car is like a piece of shit and it won't start. And so I got, like, the online appraisal done. I was like, listen, the car doesn't start. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I took pictures of everything, let them know. And uh, the appraisal comes back for, like, $700 for my car. For my ex I didn't get no no if you're thinking you God your car out. no 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 if you're thinking that's not enough money you're out of your fucking mind honestly <laughs> I'm surprised that I got seven hundred fucking dollars for this fucking car um only because like the amount of risk that they are taking because the car that I have um they're probably assuming that I didn't get the valve sales fixed which is fine because that that alone is seven grand that's seven thousand fucking dollars if you don't have that one thing fixed all right and there's other problems with that fucking car. And the starter alone is going to cost more than a thousand dollars a fix, which I'm not willing to do. So I'm like, fuck it, seven hundred bucks. I don't give a fuck. Dude, I just looked up to see how what you need to do to replace to take out the starter on the fucking car, and you, you, you pay, it'll be easier for you to take the engine out and take yes. out the starter. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. That's how I was like, fuck that. So why did they send it all the way out to Modesto? I mean, there's a. There's a they, CarMax in like Fremont, and then there's one in like Pleasanton. They're closed. They were closed. They they, they just opened up literally the other day, like on, I think it was on Sunday. Uh, so even so, so when it went to Modesto, 
because I was trying to get it to like to the Fremont one, but it, the Fremont one when I called them, it forwarded me to Modesto. So when the Modesto guy answered, I was like, "Why the fuck am I going to Modesto?" He's like, "Oh, we're the only one open besides Fairfield, but Fairfield couldn't take the car." So I was like, "Okay, whatever." And so like what it was supposed to happen when I called was that Carmax at the time the policy was if you're gonna take in uh, a trading car that they'll just they'll come out with a with a, a truck. They'll pick the car up, drop my car off, I'll test drive it for 15 minutes, say if I want the car or not, and then pay it off, and then send the paperwork. But because I had to wait a couple of, like a week, CarMax is now open, so now they don't have that, they don't have that fucking policy anymore, so I had to go to fucking Modesto today. And they were like, well, we need the car, you know, to do like the whole trade-in thing. And I was like, well, it doesn't drive. She's so like, well, you need to tow it here. So, But I had the keys in my pocket, so I was like, we'll have to go back and like get my car and tow it to Modesto. You know what I mean? Shit. To do the like the negative equity thing, I was like, "That's a fucking pain in the ass." But this is what was cool though. So when I went to, to Carmax, like I'm wearing like my face mask, right? Everybody in Carmax is wearing a face mask. When Good. when you get in there, there's like literally like taped off places to like keep you away from everybody. Every other like um, desk has an extra desk in front of it, and every other desk doesn't have like it's like you can't use it. So like you use social distancing to the fucking extreme. So when the lady, when I was sitting in the chair that was like kind of away from everybody, you know, I gave her my stuff. She did her thing. She went to my car to sanitize the car. Then she drove it around, sanitized it. Then I did my test drive, came back. And then when I went to her desk, before I got to her desk, she sanitized like the desk that's in front of her desk, like literally the seat and the fucking table, sanitized that. And then we did our thing. I was like, holy shit. Like they're going through like all the steps to keep like people safe. Yeah. So that's always why I brought it up. I mean, I'll, I'll give the reveal of like the new car that I'm getting. I, I'll pick it up on Friday, and then I'll probably we'll talk about it on, on Wednesday. But it's gonna be it's one of my dream cars. So holy shit, <laughs> dude! I'm a, I'm fucking excited for you, man. Yeah, sounds cool. So that we can't fucking drive down to Fatima in it or some shit. Wait, yeah. no, Fatima is up here. I'm tripping. <laughs> you talking about WonderCon or San Diego? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Blue knows what the, Blue knows what car I'm getting. I got my car. What's up? Like two years ago, we yeah. took my car down to WonderCon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Blue, you know That's what I'm cool. getting, right? Huh? You know what I'm getting, right? Oh yeah, I do. I do. But I, I'm getting the faster <laughs> version of that car. Yeah, you're getting the F model. Yeah, the the 50s. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I when I drove it, I was like. Holy shit! Like, why is this so fast? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I seriously. One and I was gonna get it, but like, the gas mileage kept me away from getting it. Oh yeah, that it's only- it's got. Yeah. I've never owned a car with good gas mileage, so I didn't give a fuck. Like, if it if it gets fourteen miles of the gallon, I, I feel great. But it's not gonna get that. So yeah, gas yeah. is cheap right now. It is, but it's not gonna Ow. be cheap forever. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I've lived with shitty gas mileage cars for like the longest time. If I get gas mileage, I run my motorcycle. So. Yeah. Um, have y'all been seeing these these memes for like uh, my plans versus uh, 2020 <laughs> fucking it up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, holy shit, man. It's between that and the Ghana Paul Bear memes or gifts or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a great that's one. It's all this dominating. Yeah. 
Holy shit. I, I think both are going to be on the nominee for uh, for Golden Eggplant at some point. I saw one that had, like, OJ on it with uh, Nicole. <laughs> yeah. I saw one that had the uh, the Selena, uh, the Selena killer the woman. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was the mom, right? In her fan club. Yeah. I like the one that had um, Apollo and the Russian dude from, uh, from Rocky. I must break <laughs> you. Holy shit, man. <laughs> no, this shit is good. The main community is a joke. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's fucking creative, man. I, I give props to these kids. These these eleven year olds in, in Russia <laughs> or something. <laughs> probably they're they're all wait, probably wait, trolls. Did you guys, you guys saw this shit with uh, Jason Derulo? <laughs> yeah, holy shit! <laughs> Set it up. Is that real or not? It was oh, real. Oh yeah, that was all bad. Yeah, I thought I think it was, I think I, I think it's real. But so like. There's a there was a Vine video that went around a couple of years ago where this they had like this Asian girl and I think other people were doing it too but there was this Asian girl and she had a corn on a drill like an electric drill and you, you like you turn it on and it spins it so like your teeth can just kind of grind it away or whatever well with the Asian girl her hair gets caught in it and it rips off like a fat chunk of her hair out of it and you're like oh shit that can't be real but that that should actually happen but uh, Jason Derulo I guess he decided to do this. And he fucking knocked out his like two front teeth out of his fucking mouth, and he looked—it was fucking bad, dude. It was all fucking bad. Holy shit! Well, I'm trying to find a like, video. If I can find a video of it, I'll, I'll pull it up. Oh no! God damn it! Yeah, I gotta I fucking think... mute it. Here we go. Can I? Make uh, what? Right here. This is from a uh, TMZ. Are you turning it up on YouTube? No, I'm not turning it up. Oh, wait, it's fucking frozen. Oh, they just felt it. Bad. Oh, shit. It? Yeah, he's just showing his teeth right now where like they knocked out. He has some good teeth, so he's yeah, showing it right now again. Like his... <laughs> he put <laughs> it on. He, out, like, he, he like chipped the fuck out of him. Yeah, it was like his two front teeth. Yeah. Yeah, right oh, here he shows shit. his teeth and he knocked him out. Sorry, y'all can't see this shit. The people are on the podcast, <laughs> but yeah, I just showed the video. Yeah, he knocked his teeth out. God damn! I, I thought it was fake at first. Maybe it is fake. I don't know. But it make definitely could happen. Well, he's got money, so you can get his teeth fixed. They probably were fake to begin with. It's all bad. Probably got TV I, teeth. But I wonder, like, were they fake or like you know? Because this was on TikTok that he posted this video, like. Like, uh, like can, the, when you, I guess maybe you stream live on TikTok, it, it saves it to the cloud or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. TikTok work. I don't, oh, I don't know. No, I have no idea. Uh, do we, what was I going to say? Do we want to, actually, do you want to talk a, a little bit about, um, it had me hyped. This, did you see this 18 minute uh, Ghost of Tsushima trailer? Yeah, I mean, I, I saw it. I mean, I, Sucker Punch does, does really good work, so. Um, I'm excited to, to play the game. There's a lot of good games that are coming out this year, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, a meteor could hit us right now, so I don't know. I, I was... So here's the thing. I wasn't all that excited about this game, because obviously, you know, the one I'm really looking forward to is Last of Us coming in a few weeks, but this one's dropping in July, and we hadn't seen much fucking footage of it. And it feels like you get to play a literal fucking samurai game on this shit. Like or samurai movie, basically. You can do it in black and white mode. You have, you got like uh, foxes leading you down secret paths. It seems like it's open world. 
you got a whole lot of customization in terms of your uh, samurai armor. I don't know, man. This this shit looks fucking gorgeous. It looks like, uh, especially for a new IP, it looks like Sucker Punch put their fucking heart and soul into this, and it convinced a lot of people, myself included. Maybe this is a launch uh, purchase for me. It's not. Well, what do you mean launch? You mean like PS Five? Or you mean launch for the game? Launch for the game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm looking into it. I'll, I'll probably get it. Yeah. Well, you know what's weird? I'm in a weird place right now with gaming. Um, I keep going back to Borderlands 3, and I own three games right now that I probably should have played and beat. You know, I have, like, Need for Speed Heat. I have, um, Star, what, Star Wars, the the Jedi thing. Order. Yeah, and then, uh, Doom, the latest Doom, Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. And I keep going back okay. to fucking God, uh, to Borderlands. <laughs> like, I'm like, I need to stop playing Borderlands. Because <laughs> I've I, I level capped, like, you know, characters. and you have, You've capped them all, right? No, no. I, I need to go. I need to play the siren. See, stop. See, this is what happens. Now I got to play the siren. <laughs> now I ain't playing shit. Oh. Like, see, you already fucked it up. So now I got to keep playing this fucking game. <laughs> uh, that is but I, it's, I have, good have, it's good to have a good. Sorry. I literally have so many fucking legendaries in this game that I have to give them away. Like every all, all my inventory is full of legendaries, and I, I just give them away and like the and they're the best legendaries, and uh, I, I need to fucking just stop playing the game, for especially right now because the the um, mayhem 2.0 system's fucked up. Um, but I, it's still fun, but it's only fun for like five guns, like a, 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 above yeah. above mayhem six. Fix it. Yeah, if you're below, if you're like mayhem five and below, you can play the game normally. But if you're above mayhem six. The game is seriously fucked unless you have five certain guns. And if you don't, gotcha. you're not going to have a good time. Stitch and, or, or Stitch and uh, Old Ninja, are you guys still doing the Ghost Recon or Modern Warfare? Or? Uh, uh, I haven't been playing Ghost Recon. Oh, no, no, actually, no, I'm thinking Call of Duty. Uh, I tried hopping on Ghost Recon with a breakpoint uh, the other day. I think it was maybe last week. I got on there with Old Ninja for a little bit, um, but... I thought they fixed some of the stuff that they did, and they some some stuff was patched up, but I, I'm still not really not enough for me to jump back into it. Gotcha. Because you were you were going hard on there, getting wins and shit, man. That was impressive. I'm gonna say, um, just to kind of let y'all know what I'm doing. I'm impressed as fuck by this Persona game, Persona Five. Because you're a weak like, now, man. I was. Yeah, I, I, but I, here's the thing. I was never, um, I, I've talked about it on here, I've never never really a JRPG person. This has great fucking music and fun gameplay. It's all fucking stylish and shit. I think it's going to be a long game. I think it's going to be like a 100-hour yeah, plus yeah. game, but I'm fucking stuck on this. This is, and if you look on like Metacritic and shit, Persona 5 and then the, the updated version that came out this year, the Royal one, they're some of the highest rated games of this gen. You know, it's funny, so Menomina, she was trying to get. She was trying to get me to play that game, like a while back. I was just like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I will eventually. Yeah. It, it it's like playing a literal fucking anime and a good one at that. I I was I'm impressed. I waited way too long to play it, and I'm fucking loving it. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Final Fantasy VII Remake is also another game. So that's four games that are just sitting there because of Borderlands Three. <laughs> I played like the beginning, and I was like, oh, you know what? I could be shooting fucking bandits and shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Dude, I actually went back and I created another character. 
um, Borderlands 3. I'm using uh, the Gunner Girl. Uh, Mose. Oh. I, I did not expect yeah. to like Mose, but god damn. She's like, she's so fucking fun to play with. Mm -hmm. well, Seriously. It's, it's interesting because like with the siren, like when you when you get injured, like if you duck and hide, your health starts to go back up. But with the gunner chick, she doesn't. And that should do me for a loop the first time I started playing. Like I have to actually like take the consideration. But like I did pull up a strategy like when your health was getting low, just fucking jump in your mech. Yeah, because you become invincible. She she is she is a fucking tank tank. Yeah. You know, like she's the true tank fucking glass on there. Ain't no fucking doubt about it. I just uploaded, I updated the, 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 what's it called? Her, the skill set for the mech where, you know, once I get out of it, it stays active. So yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, it, it wrecked shit. Did you get the nuke? Not yet. I, I'm like, I'm like at level, I think I just hit 20. Like, yeah. okay. so I haven't got that point so, yet. So, Prodigy, let me explain to you how fucked up Mayhem 2.0 is above Mayhem 6. All right, so when you get in, right. when you get in the mech, I have the nuke. I have like the the heat bullets that are like really powerful. My yeah. guns, my, the five guns that I'm talking about, they do more damage mm -hmm. than the nukes and the fucking any of the mech's weapons do. Way more damage. Holy shit! So, so basically, broken. yeah. So basically, I hop in the mech just to get a reprieve from dying. That's Damn. it. So and then we I gotta I, fix that. Yeah, especially when it comes to like the yellow cake, like. The yellow cake fucking rocket launcher does so much goddamn damage. Like it, it it's an, it, it's the most OP gun in the game, but you need it in above Mayhem Six. Like you can't play it, you can't beat a boss in realistic amount of time without having that fucking gun. Goddamn. Yeah, I I, I give them props because in general they they do rebalance stuff and they nerf and buff stuff as as appropriately. But, uh, yeah, they gotta fucking fix that, man. It's, it's still a fucking great game. And there's still new DLC that's gonna drop later this year. Oh, yeah. They still have so. two DLCs. They still have two pay-for DLCs to go. Yep. That I doesn't count. The go second ahead. DLC. I finished the, the heist one, but I haven't done the, the Love and Guns or whatever one yet. Love, Guns, and Tentacles. Yeah, it's fun. This is what's great about... What's up? Well, I think there's a glitch in the game where I actually can't get to it yet. Like, it's... Even though I'm in Sanctuary and I can see, like, the little what thing symbol on the wall, like, I can't click it for some reason. It should, it's, mm -hmm. in, it's in Hammerlock's um, thing, his, his room. Yeah, like, his room. You know, when I go there, it's, like, I can't click on it. Like, there's no nothing that pops up that says, like, oh, you, like, the use button doesn't show up or anything. It's that there. Is. Like, I see the exclamation mark. I just can't act, interact with it. That is weird. We should, we, yeah, we'll have to join up together and do that. Transformers is getting a new cartoon. <laughs> fucking happy about this shit. More um, in the sky. Holy fucking shit. I think it's a Netflix original. I think we're getting it next fucking month. I don't know how much fucking shit they got in the goddamn can, but goddamn it, I'm fucking excited to see some Autobots and goddamn Decepticons clash on fucking Cybertron and fuck, fuck each other up, man. I want to see some fucking cars and shit. This shit looks fucking dope. You know, you know what I realized? I never watched like that Transformers movie from back what? back in the '80s because Are you serious? my parents, I think, I think my parents knew that Ultimus Prime, Ultimus, oh. Prime, Ultimus Prime, died yeah. or whatever. So they, and I was a huge, I still have like original Transformer like toys and stuff still saved to this day. That was like my life and stuff. And I think they knew that that would just cause all kinds of mental harm for me had I seen that 
in an actual movie theater, like I would have, I would have, I don't think I would have been able to process that. That would have been one of those family talks about life and death that they probably just wanted to avoid <laughs> at that age. <laughs> that that should hurt, man. How come this is, we're just barely talking about this because I'm watching a trailer and a trailer dropped back in February. Yeah, we missed it. I, I, I don't even I don't even know how we missed it, but I'm fucking excited about it. And I will tell you this, Stitch, I fucking bawled like a little fucking bitch. 1986, some Fremont movie theater. I was crying my fucking eyes out. That shit with Optimus Prime hit me in my fucking soul. I'm still not right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck that. He died. <laughs> yep. Yep. Dude, it, it's... I, I give props to, like, a franchise that's able to have this many legs and stay on for that long. I mean, even, like, not to switch gears too much, but e- even with the whole thing of, like, 1960s uh, Scooby-Doo, and they just had a new movie that dropped, my kids fucking loved it, but, like, the same characters from 40, 50, 60 years ago, new generation, and they all fall in love with them, like new kids. You know what I mean? That have never heard of Optimus Prime, never heard of Scooby, never heard of Shaggy, and they're just like, oh, this new shit is the hottest shit ever, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're gonna see that stitch with, with Storm, and it's gonna be fucking awesome, because you'll show her some stuff, it's all new to her, and she's just gonna be like, Dad, this X-Men show is the greatest thing ever, and you're like, no, I watched it in 92. <laughs> Yeah, I just—I mean, especially now, it, it sort of sucks in a way that she's a little bit too young for us to just binge and watch some stuff together and then watch, have me sort of appreciate her watching this stuff for the first time because she's obviously super young. Uh, but it would be cool to go back and watch like Generation One Transformers and and uh, I, had my, I had a friend of mine who uh, is a big Ninja Turtles fan and he's having his kids watch the Ninja Turtle cartoons and stuff like that. And um, is, Shred- is Shredder overrated as a villain? Like, in terms Ooh. of like, did he actually get anything done ever? So let me say this, <laughs> let me say this. There's there's two different Shredders. The one from the comic book, supposedly, I haven't gone back and read it. I want to I wanna read some of the old, old OG ones. The one from the comic book was supposedly about that action, like a true fucking ninja badass. But the one in the 80s cartoon and the, even the 90s and, and most recent cartoons, because it's like a T, it's rated like TV 7 or TV yeah. 11, something like that, you can only go so far with your beat em up stuff in a kid's cartoon that's on TV. Now, I'm going to have to read some shit, I guess, to go back to remember the whole story and stuff like that. I obviously remember the ooze and, and all that shit, but. Splinter and Shredder were what? They're in like the same dojo or something? Or why is yeah. it that they were Shredder rivals. hates Okay, they were rivals. And did Shredder Shredder got his face fucked up somehow? By the Foot Clan, maybe? I don't know. Foot Clan? Somebody did it to him. He lost some fights. I did. Oh, your, your connection like spazzed out for a second. Was that me? Uh, I think so. But okay, so yeah. So then I'm just like I'm confused on why it is that like he he's got this super hatred for Splinter, and it's like he he doesn't really ever get shit done. He's like Doctor Claw getting Ooh. 
They have plans all fucked up by like dumb shit all the time. I, I will say this. He doesn't have a good track record. He doesn't win a lot. He really doesn't win a lot. No. He catches all the L's. Like, I don't remember what one time where it's just like, even a part two episode where it's just like, oh damn, Shredder's gonna make some shit happen this time. And then in part two, maybe they, he fucks it up. It's always in a matter of 30 minutes, he fucks shit up. Now he'll punk like Baxter Stockman or whatever the, the fuck it is. And mm -hmm. I guess Krang, if I remember, like, Krang I, I don't know better. why Krang was. Well, Krang was like listening to Shredder for the most part, right? Yep. And Krang was just like a brain, and he actually had, the, what was it, the Technodrome and shit? Yes. He built but, that shit. But Shredder was just a regular dude that just had a cool outfit. That, and he was I a think ninja. I, if I, when I rewatch it, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was a ninja, but it's like, he's always getting his ass whooped. Even by like Casey <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Casey, Casey Jones is just a homeless fucking uh, former hockey player. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm a little bit nervous just to sort of go back. I'm nervous about going back and watching Ninja Turtles because I'm gonna be like, this is some bullshit and everything, and I'm gonna be a little bit disappointed in my childhood. Like it happened recently with the with the first couple of original X Men episodes, and then even with some of the Transformers stuff. I'm just like, man, some of this really wasn't good, but it's nostalgia. <laughs> and I think I have a bad feeling I'm going to have that same thing happen with Ninja Turtles. I'm just going to see a bunch of shit that I just overlooked, mainly Shredder's incompetence. Uh -huh. <laughs> the 80s were a different time. He-Man was yeah, gay as hell. That was, that was, He-Man was a low-key gayest, gayest cartoon ever. And the craziest yeah. thing was that they had no fucking backgrounds. No. <laughs> I was like, it was so bad. Bad. Yeah, let me. Super I can let me show you guys this real quick. So I was just on Facebook and somebody posted up this picture. You guys see it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's with the cast of um of uh, the last Avatar, and it's funny because we have Earth, Wind, Fire, Earth, and then the other guy, the what is it, Zoku? He he's yep. fire or something like that. That's fucking funny. Zuko. I never realized that until I saw yeah. that. That's fucking great, man. I, I'll tell you this. There's some people, uh, it, 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 uh, Avatar started uh, streaming, like at least for the Avatar angle in the first three seasons or whatever. Uh, and Netflix had to jump in because online there was a, a big ass debate with people shitting on Korra. Now I didn't mind Korra at all. Korra was great. But like, yeah, I, I, thought, I thought it had some cool steampunk stuff in it. Um, I was mad that they didn't air the final episodes, which we've talked about on here multiple yeah. times. But um, but I also understand people who like Aang better than Korra or whatever. It's just a matter of preference. But people were fucking going at it about, nah, fuck Korra, nah, fuck Aang. Like, those two fandoms do not get along for shit, even though they're both Avatar fandoms yeah, sometimes. I, I like them both, and for different reasons. But it's also, listen, if you're watching, like, the original Avatar, it's about, like, a, a young kid. You know, but when you're watching Korra, mm -hmm. it's about a teenage girl. So, like, from that right away, it's going to be, like, way different. So, oh, yeah. it, it, if, if somebody doesn't really understand that, then it's just, they're just kind of silly. They're being silly about it. I, I think that they're both at least yeah. the same caliber, especially given the ending of uh, Avatar Korra. The ending of Avatar Korra was really fucking good. And I didn't catch on the lesbian thing until like later on. Like it took me like years after to realize like they kiss at the end, the last scene. Well, that, that's what was great about it is because like early in like, early in like season two, I think, 
when like she broke up with her boyfriend and then she was writing letters to somebody but they never said who the fuck it was mm-hmm. it was her so it was just like so yeah. it totally made sense so the fact yeah. that they like dropped that little seed nugget you know early on in the season like nobody picked up on it until the end and it's like oh shit that's who the fuck she was talking to so totally made sense but I think people got mad because she ended up being like a lesbian in the show but I'm just like okay the we, lesbians exist so like what the fuck is your point <laughs> you know Are they making that? They're making. Isn't Netflix making another Avatar movie? It must be my signal. Yeah, you break it up. You're a little choppy right now. But isn't Netflix making a an, an Avatar movie? I heard. Yeah, but I, I don't have high hopes. Yeah. I mean, just make it animated again. Get the guys that made uh, you know, the the, the same makers of Avatar and uh, what? Not Robotech. What was the fucking other show? Goddamn, Voltron. It was the same creator. Oh yeah, yeah. Give him, throw him some fucking money. Have him make a new avatar. Yeah. Make make the next avatar what it was. I think it's supposed to be the, like the, Earth or the, something. Go ahead. Dude, we we got the most perfect Voltron ever on the Netflix yeah. series. I I love that one. I and I slept on it. Y'all were absolutely right. I I caught up and it was fucking perfect. But yeah, you don't you don't need to revisit Voltron. I've been should, watching. Should we round things up? I've been watching She-Ra lately too. Like I'm catching up on that, and she was it doing really well. Like the episodes were fucking like you know getting to your fills. They're action packed. They're still like all this cool shit happening. Like it's not just some girl in a skirt running around fighting things. Like there's there's some depth to their story. Yeah, I like the first two seasons. I know that you know Prodigy didn't, but I, the first two seasons I, I like. I need to watch more. I think probably the first three seasons. I just haven't watched the rest, but I enjoy what I watched. So. All right, we can round it up, man. My, yeah, I was gonna say my, my signal's kind of going out, uh, going in and out. Uh, Stitch, what you got popping this week, man? Um, I I know I was late on the cast. I'm gonna be doing a, I guess how Kronos described it, expanding my social bubble slightly and everything. So um, this Saturday, actually Friday, um, actually Saturday. It's gonna be uh, me and Lilo's five-year wedding anniversary, so um, nice. we're gonna either we're gonna try to find something to do just so we can just have a change of scenery uh, from the inside of the house, but obviously not be around people and stuff like that. So we're uh, kind of tossing some ideas around uh, in terms of just doing something scenic and stuff where we can uh, just sort of uh, get a nice mental visual palette of some other stuff rather than the inside of our house. Um, and then other than that, just watching, watching TV, chilling, doing the same old stuff. Old Ninja, what you got? Or did we lose you? Um, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to be watching Prodigy's favorite show, uh, She-Ra. So I didn't realize it had dropped. No, I didn't mean to catch up on it. So, uh, I think, I don't know if this is the last season, but be watching that uh i've been watching bones recently it's been weird Ooh. so i've been catching up on that i guess um i still haven't seen season two of uh, the harley quinn show so i i know they're doing weekly but i'm behind i'm probably gonna catch up on that um we didn't talk about it on the cast but um swamp thing is gonna be on the cw i don't know how but i'm gonna I'm gonna try to watch it before it drops because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be highly edited because the Swamp Thing, the show, 
on DCU is really, really graphic. There's a lot of gore and like bits being ripped off. And I think they swear a little bit. So before it gets heavily edited on the CW, I'm going to watch it, uh, the like original release. And then uh, I bought Streets of Rage 4. Um, I'll probably talk about it next week because I beat that. And then, um, oh, uh, I'll be playing more, uh, was it Apex Legends? They started a new season, dropped a new character that suddenly became number one searched on Pornhub because uh, she's got thick ass thighs so uh, she's actually a really good character it's cool because um, her character carries around a staff and when you activate it it opens a store to where everything that's like exposed and not in a closed bin will be available in her store you can buy two items and then you can just dip out and she can close it remotely and it's actually pretty cool it's actually really helpful and she can teleport so she throws a bracelet and she teleports to another area you can, as long as you can throw it at a good distance, you can actually get yourself out of trouble really, really, really quickly. So it's actually been really fun. That's about it. Good shit. Good shit. Blue, what you got? Not a goddamn thing. You know this, man. No. I <laughs> know. Uh, uh, I wasn't going to say. You know, just staying at home still, social distancing, distancing, whatever. Um, doing some home improvement stuff like gardening or we have like a bunch of trees and stuff so like I'm learning how to prune trees and this and that. Um, one thing I just kind of want to talk about like I, I talked about here before was this, this TV show Dave that have uh, stars Little Dicky, but the last the last episode of the season was fucking hilarious. Like he literally talked about how he performs on stage and he he doesn't show his dick but he shows his nuts on stage. <laughs> concert with kids so he ends up going to jail and he's like so he's telling the story in a rap and like he's rapping about his whole fucking experience and like it's like a good maybe 15 minute long rap about what's fucking going on with him in prison and shit like that it's so fucking funny you guys gotta you guys gotta check out the show it's it's fucking hilarious i heard good things like, about the show once you finish polar opposites you gotta watch uh dave on fucking uh, uh, ffx also on hulu it's so fucking funny okay. but like the twist of the show is just, it, it's fucking great. One more time, the title? It's called Dave. D-A-B-E. Okay. I'm going to check it out, too. Kronos, what you got? Well, I pick up a new car on uh, on Friday. I may or may not do a video of, like, getting the car. Probably not getting the car, but maybe driving it home. Um, but, yeah, it's like I'm looking forward to, uh, to getting rid of, like, that fucking shitty-ass BMW X5. And just moving on in my life and getting something better. Uh, other than that, you know, um, the Infinity Base, I have, um, the, the paint should be done in the next, like, two weeks, because I, I, I bought paint, I started painting it, and I realized that, you know, a quart doesn't even quart, doesn't even cover, like, a quarter of the, <laughs> what I need to paint, so I bought, mm-hmm. you know, I bought three more quarts, that's all I can buy for Amazon at the time, because they, they limit how much paint you can buy, um, but hopefully I'll have, like, the, I'll have, like, the majority of the walls done, within the next week and then I'll put the floor in in another week so hopefully within like the next three weeks I remember saying this for like the longest time I should be able to move in uh, to the, the, the new Infinity Base and like actually start doing uh, you know better podcast stuff that's basically what I'm, I'm waiting on doing better content well not better just like more and better content actually when I move into the base so like literally um, PR companies constantly like contact us for interviews and there's one that came up yep. with um, that I really want to do, and they actually reached out twice, like within like a couple of days. 
and I really want to do it, but I don't want to do it from in this fucking shitty background, and you know everybody being apart and shit like that. Um, but it's literally from like one of the stunt women from uh, Black Panther. Oh shit! And and there's like a, there's a new show that's coming out on on a station that's um, basically it's like a professional tag, and she's in it. She's like, one, and she's and she's one of the pros. Yeah, I, I definitely want to have her on the podcast, but I want to have in like more professional setting. But then again, it's like everybody's like she's probably not gonna be she's probably in her fucking living room. You know what I mean? So it probably isn't go. gonna fucking matter. But I just I I'd rather have like a press a better professional setting to to host uh, this person on the podcast. I think it'd be a really fun interview to do. Um, I just need I just want to have a better setting to do it. And I want to do like a bunch of more interviews. One of the people that you had a chance to interview too is uh, Chong from Chichen Chong. Yeah. And, uh, he had a, a new um, app game come out. And they headed up to see if you want to interview him. And I'm like, dude, that'd be so fun. Like, if we did like a high cast with him on there, oh, oh yeah. man, that'd be yeah. great. Well, actually, I mean, the, yeah, maybe I'll reach out to the PR people that, that's for the person I'm talking about. Because the, the show airs in like mid June. Okay. So I think of their time frame is pretty, it's pretty broad. So if I can get the Infinity okay. Base done before the show comes out, because that, that's basically what. That, if y'all aren't familiar, like, usually they do like, you know, press tours. So they want to get the press yep. tours done before the show comes out. So we can get the show done before the show comes out. Like I do that because she seems like she'd be fun to talk to. So that'd be a great opening interview, man. That sounds awesome, dude. I'm fucking down. Yeah, yeah. So I got to figure out the technical aspects how to do it and then getting your, a better background. I'd obviously love to have you guys here, all of us here, um, in the same place when we do it because for for me it's way easier to do from a technical aspect if yeah. we're all in the same place, but. Obviously, social distancing is is still in effect, but we'll we'll figure out if it happens or it doesn't. You know, I'll at least get back to the PR people, and like just there explain the situation. So yeah, that's all I got. Good shit. Um, I'm go- I, I would be uh, twitching out some more Persona Five, but there are huge gaps in that game where Atlas says nope. you cannot share uh, any video or any uh, uh, streaming or whatever of this, uh, and that happens a lot in that game. So I'm just gonna keep. Uh, Japanese RPG in it up. Um, I did get something that was really cool. I'm, I'm uh, kind of proud of myself. I was always intimidated by um, certain uh, science journals, really. And because of all this COVID stuff, and me just kind of wanted to get some better education for myself. Hold on. Um, Prodigy, why, my, why, are, my... why are you list, or why are you reading scientific journals when you can just watch our president and just go by his... <laughs> like, what he, he knows what he's doing. I mean, he's heard from people. He's got all the best words. <laughs> Super duper. Yeah, yeah. But because of all this time, man, I'm, I'm, uh, I got a subscription to uh, the journal Nature, and I'm starting to read some actual science articles and educate myself a little bit more on some stuff. So I'm really liking it. And if anybody on, on low wants to DM us uh, or DM me or whatever, either on Twitter or Facebook or something, um, I can uh, help you have access to some, something very similar. So... Um, just putting that out there because uh, I think this is the perfect time to uh, be as informed as possible, despite people talking about taking lupus drugs that aren't for lupus. <laughs> yeah. Lupus and malaria. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because that sounds uh, just like the, the flu, right? Thing, um, I know that there's obviously no sports going on. Uh, the, the thing that really helped me get through at least the past couple weeks, uh, and, and I know Stitch disagrees vehemently, but um, I loved the uh, the last dance oh, on ESPN. Wow. The Jordan and the Bulls stuff. We will talk about it on a better than MJ and Kobe in detail at some point in the near future. 
Yeah. That's all I got. All right. Little ninja. Take us out of here. All right. You just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Infinity. You can check us out, everyone, online with Bees and BTIs. B-T-H-A-N-B-T-I. We're on Spotify, uh, Radio Republic, SoundCloud, on YouTube of Black and Black Times Infinity or Bees and BTI. Facebook, Instagram, uh... I'm assuming. Oh, Amazon, we have an app on there. And then check out our official website, binhadproductions.com forward slash beating BTI. Um, we're also on Twitter as well. Like you said, beating BTI. Whoa. All right. Super duper. You got about 30 seconds. Y'all can't hear it. This is what's weird about the podcast now. They can't hear the outro music. Like, <laughs> so, but I can. So y'all have a super, super duper night with the stabby stabby stuff. Don't get that Rona Rona. <laughs> duper. <laughs> duper. We're still good for a minute. <laughs> so, like a good, yeah, like 20, 20 seconds. So. We about to blast off. We are going to blast oh. off. We're going to go to infinity. All right, now we're actually going through the outro. All right. Everybody quiet now.